All right, good morning, good birds. Welcome to the Gnostic Church and Academy of Lord Jesus Christ. I'm your teacher of the mysteries, preacher of the heart, brother Marty Leeds. And with me, as always, is my wife. Aloha. And we're going to be doing a dual stream today. And we do service every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And what we're going to do is a look at the past year of everything that we did for the church and um, just the crazy ass year that we had and then a look ahead basically what we want to, to project for the next year. So um, that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get going, we're going to do a prayer as we do. Jennifer, would you like to read this prayer? No. Okay, I will. <laughs> All right. Dear God, everywhere I walk, let it be on your path. Everything I see, let it be through your eyes. Everything I do, let it be your will. For every hardship I face, let me place it in your hands. Every emotion I feel, let it be your spirit moving in me. Everything I seek, let me find it in your love. My dear God, I thank you for this day. I ask not to know where I'm going, but to only to know and feel the depths of my heart and soul that you are with me, that you are guiding me, that I am safe in the protection of your loving care. In Jesus' name, I offer myself to you. Amen. Amen. Okay, so today what we're going to do, like I said, is we're going to take a look back at the absolutely bonkers freaking year that we had this year and all the stuff that we did and uh, building the church and once again, what we're going to project for the next year. So, um, and I was going to do Matthew chapter, what are we on, 26? I was going to continue on with that, but chapter chapter 26 is really long. It's like 75 verses, so we're probably going to have to split that up in two. So I didn't want to split that up, you know, do one now. We're going to have to do a Christmas service next week and then split it up. This just didn't make any sense. So um, so we're going to do this instead. So And I think it's a good thing because we're basically going to look back at all of the things that we did this year and all the stuff that we accomplished. And, um, it's going to be a long life. <laughs> <laughs> lots, of, lots of bitching and complaining. <laughs> anyway... Let's look at the, first off, I just want to go over the sermons that we did this year. And really, I just want to make the point that there's there's nowhere else on the web um, that you're going to get this stuff. There really isn't. There's nobody that's doing the kind of things that we're doing. And it's a very specialty thing, you know. And so we feel very blessed. Um, we also feel like this is a very unique uh, group of people and, and unique church and you know, it's only going to draw certain people and that sort of stuff. So we're really appreciative of the people that we that we do um, bring in here and actually come to the Sunday services. So uh, this is some of the stuff that we just covered last year. Okay, um, we started the year off basically. We were uh, we started the the previous year. We got into the beginnings of Matthew, and so we did um, essentially all the way up to what, what we're on chapter twenty six now with Matthew. So uh, we started off with what does it mean to be a Gnostic and getting to know your minister. And we've done several videos on what is Gnosticism. What does it mean? We did the first year. We just did one a couple weeks ago. And then starting the year, we did as well. What does it mean to be a Gnostic? So um, I did a bunch in Matthew chapter, the uh, chapters of Matthew, or the verses of Matthew, chapters of Matthew, the book of Matthew, Serpent Mountain, the perennial story. We did that when we were over visiting Chase Brew the Pious and Jen Brew the Pious in Spring Tucky over there in Missouri. And, and then go bites. And we did the apostolic succession, um, being reborn through Christ, what does that mean? What does it mean to be a prisoner? We, we, you know, we addressed the demiurge thing. We addressed the apostolic succession. Um, did a bunch once more in Matthew. We did deocculting the sword and the stone, which was a three-hour epic, you know, deconstruction of a basically scene by scene of that movie. That's, um, you know, one of my favorite ones we've done. The spiritual meaning of the Hamsa, more in, you know, chapters of Matthew. We did one called the Geometry of Good Thinking, which is yet another really banger. A lot of these uh, live streams, um, without tooting my own horn or anything like that. But these are really sort of epic live streams. Um, 
I know, like, you know, to say this, like, you know, I remember, like, Mark Passio would put together these sort of, like, two, three hour, two, three hour, um, you know, uh, presentations and things like that, where he'd get people in and stuff like that, and it would be all detailed, and, you know, and he would do that once every six months or something like that. We do that every week. We, we bring the heat every single week. Um, once again, then we went, uh, let's talk about hell. We'll rediscuss the, where hell is, quote unquote, cosmologically. We looked at the lake of fire. Uh, once again, more um, chapters of Matthew. We just uh, been crushing Matthew. We did what is a Jew. We actually explained specifically what is a Jew, what is the, you know, the quote unquote, the, the religious Jew and the cultural Jew and, you know, made the distinction between that when we've done that several times. And we did the handsome truth behind hate speech where we looked at handsome truth and hate speech laws and how it's all a bunch of bullshit. Right after that, where all the people were like, yeah, we really love Marty Leeds. The next one I did was Freemasonry, Jesus and the Jews. And I got all those people to hate me. So... <laughs> So that's what it is. Um, we, we did the trivium and the quadrivium the, through the compasses and square. Um, reincarnation and uh, dealing with the death and the afterlife, talking about reincarnation, where we find it in the Bible, how do we deal with death and, and the loss of a loved one. We talked about, uh, once again, Matthew uh, in the book there, Oh Man, Know Thyself, which was yet another absolutely epic live stream where we discussed looking at essentially human design, the, the design of the human being and knowing the self and the, and the patterns that is available on the human being. We did The Sound of Freedom, the Ajiba way of story of creation. I don't know if you guys remember The Sound of Freedom one, yet another absolutely banger live stream. Um, we did deoculting Twitter, burning down the house. We did a review of Music and Sky. Jesus Christ, our only hope. And in between, of course, all the chapters of Matthew, Jesus Christ, our only hope, discussing how Jesus Christ and, you know, the Christian doctrine is essentially the knee plus ultra doctrine that really embodies all of these uh, mystical traditions. And it is the one that is... Um, you know, that, is, that has kept the mysteries together the best out of all of them, and hence why, you know, we focus so much on Christ. Uh, 33 things to prepare you for the apocalypse. We discussed what the apocalypse is, the unveiling and the revealing, and, uh, you know, the ways to get through it because it is a stressful time and things like that. We live in a very, quote-unquote, dark age. And so uh, we did that. And then we did, uh, once again, back into the book of Matthew. If why is the question pie is the answer? Another two and a half hour live stream showing all the places where you can find pie. Encoded in our number line, encoded in a light switch, encoded in the names of God. Why pie is important in the first place. The metaphysical language of math covered all of that. The Israeli-Palestinian conflict. We, I did my best to shine a light on, you know, that subject. And... Um, and really sort of like cash out for people, you know, it's like, oh, what's going on over there and things like that. And I think, um, once again, not to toot our own horn or anything like that, but I think it's probably one of the best sources that you can get online for, um, you know, a deconstruction of what's happening over there. The word to break all magic spells, we discussed how everybody's a magician, whether you're a black magician, a white magician, doesn't matter, and that you're constantly doing magic and that there's a, there's a word, the word to break all magic spells. Once again, Matthew uh, chapters 22, 23, we got into 24 there. Um, and then the rites of passage and the Masonic ritual of Hiram Abiff. I don't even know of any other channel that would tackle that subject in general, let alone do the point-by-point -point analysis that we did on the undercover footage of what goes on in Freemasonry. Um, this is the one of the only truther channels, The I would say this, probably the only truther channel out there, if you will, that actually is going to be honest with you about what any of that stuff is. The rest will be coming from cons you know, conspiracy theory and bias and all of that other stuff. And then on the rosary and Gnosticism we just did, so if you have more questions about Gnosticism, we did that, why the rosaries, and then last week we did the parable of ten virgins, and now here we are.
Are you waiting for give me it, to catch your breath? Give it up for Marty, everybody. Give it up for Marty. <laughs> <laughs> and while we were undergoing and doing all of this stuff, um, yeah, we had a, a heck of a year. We did, um, you know, we did a, a lot of stuff this year, and we're going to go over some of that today and uh, just short of, sort of share with you uh, our lives and what it's been. It's been a very, probably, this has probably been the most physically and mentally exhausting year we've probably had, correct? It's been probably the most exhausting year of my life. Not the most difficult year, but the most exhausting year of my life. Yeah, just because, I have to say. yeah, doing all of this stuff without having a home base has been incredibly difficult. Um, I, to be honest, there was a few live streams where Jennifer just looked at me and she's like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I don't know, God, that's about it. Because there, you know, if I would have had to rely on myself to do any of this stuff, you guys would be, I don't even know if you'd be here, we'd be screwed. Because, um... Yeah, there was a few live streams where I was basically just furiously working all day and just in a, in, a, in a total state and had no idea how I even got it together, but we did. You know, so we just kept at it no matter what was going on. And um, when we finished the yurt the other day, it's going to be a total casual live stream, by the way. If we, when we did the yurt the other day, I was talking to Permi Bear, and, you know, he had a similar situation when he moved to Missouri. And, you know, he has like, at, the point, at that point, he had three, four kids or whatever, you know. And he was building his business and trying to build a house and things like that. And they didn't have a central home to, like, focus on. So we've been living in and out of a shed and a tent and everything like that in order to do this, which has been, um, we, we've done it. We did it. But it was very, very difficult. It on really was. On top of everything that came before that with all the moving. Yeah, which we're going to talk about today. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, that's okay. No, that's, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to talk about. I know. Well, it's a surprise. You didn't. You it's didn't a surprise. Surprise, 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 surprise. This this year's progress. So this is what we did, and then we're gonna, and this, is, and then we'll go over a bunch of video and, and pictures, and then we can get your take on it. And mainly, it's just gonna be like, oh, oh. <laughs> so this year's progress. Number one, we I'm, moved from up north. I'm not gonna be very emotionally intelligent today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We moved from up north, and we'll cover all of this. We purchased land in Missouri. Went down. We didn't even know if we were gonna, you know, we wanted to leave up north. We didn't know where we were gonna go. We we, we were like, oh, well, let's take you know a stab at Missouri. We know some people down there, and so we came down and we actually found land and purchased it. We ended up clearing and landscaping this entire property, which we'll go over all the stuff that we did, which in and that in and of itself was a, was a huge job. We ended up selling our house, which we wanted to make money on, but basically broke even. So we had to figure out how we were going to do this with even less money than we expected. Uh, I ended up writing during this whole time, the tenants of the order, um, which is basically, once again, only about two, three chapters from being done. I just haven't had a chance to get back to it because of everything that's going on. Um, we incorporated our church. We wrote our, all our bylaws. We did all of the, like, the, the quote-unquote tax stuff that we had to do, which that alone was quite a bit. Um, and then we actually sent our incorporation in, and they screwed it up. So we, we're dealing with that right now. It's not a big deal, but it's just a bunch of, you know, stupid paperwork and things. So, um we wrote a children's book, and after a long, basically, oh yeah, I mean, this was a whole other thing. Basically, about four or five months trying to nail down an illustrator, and basically got screwed by every single one of them. They were all flaky. They were all flighty. They didn't get back to us. They didn't do what they we we asked them to do. Um, we had one guy that was you know basically going to essentially volunteer his time, but we were gonna we were like, no, we're gonna pay you, and then that just anyway. We so relied, that ended up. Let's just say we relied on. 
something and it didn't happen. Yeah, and but we've learned the lessons from this too about how we have to sort of keep it in-house. Everything that we're doing, not everything, we're going to have to source out things obviously. There we can't do everything, but when it comes down to it like you you know, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. You have to put it completely in your hands. And as we've learned with incorporating our church and uh, the illustrator, we have to be completely hands-on about that. So it was a lesson learned, so it's fine. Uh, we went to Music and Sky. I ended up doing which was a great time and I also went to we went to, uh, went to Phoenix, uh, Arizona, outside of Phoenix, and we did a wedding vow renewal for a couple of the church here, oh, which yeah. was, yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. I know. As I was putting this together, I was like, we did that this year? Jesus, Lord. Um, we were going to do a pole barn. So basically, instead of the yurt, we were going to, because we didn't have as much money, um, we were going to have to basically get a loan from the bank, and we were going to do a pole barn and ended up switching gears on that. and I ended up. those plans from the pole barn on my notepad. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then at the last minute, we ended up not getting, um, which ended up being a blessing, not getting the, um, the, the loan. And so then we switched gears in the middle of everything and figured out what yurt we wanted to do and designed it and everything like that. So I love how you say we. <clears throat> yes, we did. We, exactly. <laughs> It's the royal we. I'm just being inclusive because I'm a nice fucking guy. Anyway, <laughs> um, then I, we didn't do shit. I worked on a documentary, which we basically have finished the first draft, but um, I can't say anything about it, just like I can't say anything about the children's book until it's out. But um, as we finished it, we basically realized we were essentially making an entire different documentary is really what happened. So we, uh, I spent, um, I don't know how many weeks essentially in a hole when we were at my parents' house going through a terabyte's worth of hard, a hard drive and putting together a documentary and doing all of this stuff. And then we got it done. We're like, this is not this is not the documentary we need to make. We really need to make this other documentary. So so that's why it isn't out right now. We're going to uh, work harder on it and actually make a better documentary because it's a bigger story than um, than what we originally when I originally thought it was. So it's a good thing. It just means more work and it's just going to be put back. Our whole schedule got put back probably about two, three months. So we're um, we're in our yurt right now, but we don't have any like amenities. We don't have any kitchen. We don't even have a floor yet. And we were hoping to be in by essentially mid October, end of October. So we're yeah, we're a good two and a half months out, I would say. So yeah, and which is fine, but we're in and we're staying warm. So and um, and then yeah, sort of. And then so and then we've camped since it says October, but I think we've camped since August. Actually, uh, since uh, June. I mean, we we came down here I think in June to start working on this place camped at the campgrounds and then went back and forth between our place and the campgrounds and then between our place and your parents place and then and then we came here in august to full-time camp yeah end of august and then we've been here since then so camping essentially in the cold so and we'll go over some of that but first things first um, when we, we originally, we went down, we were living up North and we, we didn't even know, we just knew we didn't want to be up there anymore. And so we you know, we had some friends down here in Missouri, some people from the church who were like, okay, well, we'll go down and check it out. And when we first got down here, we didn't really think we were going to move down here, but we ended up finding this piece of land and it was great. So we went and, uh, this was in January around my birthday. We went and visited, uh, <laughs> Ch- uh Chase Brew the Pious Chance over at Nair. You want to tell everybody about the nice birthday dinner you had? No, I do not. Can I? No, I do not. Where was it? Did I eat at a subway or some shit? We we went, we came down here to Missouri to look at land, and uh, we uh, right as we arrived in Missouri, we drove into an ice storm, and that ice storm got worse and worse over the next like three days or so. And then on his birthday, everything was closed because everything was just ice storm. 
And then the only thing that was open, I think, was Subway and McDonald's. So I let you have the choice. Yeah. So, so if <laughs> and I would, then, and if I would have taken McDonald's, I'd be divorced. And then we ended so. up in a hotel somewhere. And you had, On my birthday, yeah. And so, you had Subway for. And I had Subway. It was a wonderful yeah. birthday. Not. I was a little depressed. After that <laughs> it was. For, it was a yeah. For a day or two. <laughs> it was all right, but so when we did come down here, it was great to see Chance and and Jen and hang out with them, and it was great. And we found our piece of property here, and this is what it looked like when we got oh down God. here yeah remember that bad. i know so i got some i got some footage of everything so once again i know this is a little self-absorbed but we kind of want to tell our story just to let you guys know kind of what we've had to uh deal with and endure um to get this thing going um and it's really going to take us another probably year or, or six to eight months to um really get the property up to where we want it um but we're we're, we're heading there and so it's really taken a couple of years just to establish the church, which we're still doing. And it's going to be probably another year before we get to, um, you know, get to where we want to be. So so at the beginning of the year, we left Wisconsin. Here, where's my... There we go. That makes things all the better. Not that we need that today. But anyway, we left Wisconsin. And so that was the last Bloody Mary I had in Wisconsin. And so uh, we, we left our house. And this was our old homestead. So we, when we left, uh, yeah, isn't it pretty? It's nice. I know. It's nice. So when we left Hawaii, we didn't know where we wanted to be, anything like that. So we ended up buying this old uh, hunting cabin that was hadn't been really taken care of. And we completely gutted the whole thing and cut down. I mean, we top to bottom, we completely redid this place in about a year and a half. Uh, essentially the two years that we were there and we just got back from Hawaii where we did the same thing there for about almost three years straight two and a half years straight just re, you know um, fixing it so we um, got the place you know we did everything the floors and painted and and, and stained and put in a kitchen and uh, you know all that sort of stuff and we didn't have indoor plumbing there so um, we had to pour it in our water you know we had an outhouse you know we had cold showers which is what we do it again this year and it was but it was nice it was a good you know it was a good way to get away and um, from all the madness oh, of COVID yeah isn't that nice I miss the snow yeah I mean, this, right now, yeah because we've been so cold <laughs> but yeah so this is the this is our place oh, up north yeah, yeah. it's really beautiful so but it wasn't where we were supposed to be you know no. And so, and then here's, oh, oh, there's Wills. So the dogs liked it too. Well, Willie, so, not so much. Yeah. And then when we went and sold this place, um, we ended up not getting it, the, the money that we went. Oh, there's my Wills. Uh, see, you got to show that video. Huh? So uh, we ended up not getting the money um, for the place that we wanted. We basically essentially broke even. And so from there, we're like, okay, well, so we decided we hadn't sold our house yet, but we decided we're like, okay, we're going to buy this piece of property, which we're still paying for. And we're just going to pack up our stuff and we're just going to go for it. We're, we were literally going to put ourselves in God's hands. We didn't know if our house was going to sell. We didn't know what exactly we were going to do on the land. We didn't know if we'd have the money. Um, we had, there was a lot of this stuff that was completely unplanned and it was just a completely, you know, a big question mark about what was going to happen. So we packed up all of our stuff at the beginning of the, this year. And we moved everything down and it's still in the storage shed now, but so that's our stuff in the storage shed. And so then from up north, we ended up going and staying at my folks' place and then, and Willie drove. He can't see shit, but he, he, he used the, he used, he used his third eye. Yeah. His, his third eye has Google maps. 
So, um, <laughs> I'm one with the force, and the force is one with me. Yeah, that's his mantra. That's, his mantra. that's <laughs> Sir Brother William of the Gnostic Order, right there. <laughs> and so, we stayed with our, my folks, which was great because, um, I really love my parents, and they've been unbelievably helpful. That's a nice shot from their place this, this spring, summer. And so, we got to spend time with them and my brother, and um, basically just really enjoyed some time with the family, which is what we wanted to do. We wanted to just sort of put everything in storage and just, you know, figure out what we were doing. So during this time of hanging with my parents, we, you know, I wrote the book and we incorporated the church and or did, went, you know, did all the paperwork for that, which was, you know, we did that all of ourselves, which means I had to do a lot of research and a lot of uh, finagling and things like that. I did get to spend a bunch of time hiking with my, really just drinking wine. We, we did some hiking, but... <laughs> As you can see, my mom down there, double fisting like a champ. Um, my mom is a sweet, sweet lady. Come on now. She's so probably embarrassed. Now she is, but too bad, mom. Too bad. Anyway, went hiking with my brother and uh, my mom, and it was fantastic. And went golfing with my dad. We we hiked um, up to New Glarus a few times, which was great. This was a huge uh, the Mandu Esker segment, and this was this is one of the actually toughest hikes I think I've ever had to do. And it was just northern Wisconsin, just because the trail was such a such a mess. But anyway, uh, spent Father's Day with my dad, went golfing, doing all that sort of stuff. We I started biking again, which was really great because I really missed the bike, and and the dogs had a good time once again. There's. <laughs> This is how we. This is how we need to get subbed. I'll just play videos of Willie zooming. Look at that. That's gonna bring him in right there. That's worth like three dollars of a donation right there. Oh, and there's Ginger, who's a 16-year-old fucking dog. Ginger is 16 years old, and she's. She's pretty much deaf and going blind now, but she's still running like a champ. Yeah. So. And then limping for two days. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we did, I went and did my first wedding vow renewal. Um, I've done a couple weddings and, um, I have done at least one or have I done two? I don't remember. We've done at you, least. Well, you did one online. Also. Yeah, that's right. So I did one letting, uh, one wedding, excuse me. And then a vow renewal, which was, which was great. I ended up writing the whole vow renewal and we went down there and I, and I gave that and that was, that was really cool. So that was a really special thing to do. And, uh, I basically just said here, I have the, I have the best job and I do hands down. I just got the opportunity to officiate a vow renewal for two of the members of our church who have been married 50 years and they're still in love. It was so great to get there. And they were just, they were like giddy. They were like school children or something like that. They were, it was, it was so cool to see. And it was such an honor. And so grateful to be part of something so sacred and beautiful. So congratulations to Ron and Linda. So, and chances. And the one time Marty went missing with when biking. <laughs> Remember, I found your phone and the half-eaten. Oh yeah. Half-eaten yeah, cliff yeah, bar. Yes. And I was freaking out. That's right. <laughs> she thought I was raped by the wood elves or something. So anyway, this is the, and this is what will be coming out. Like I said, this should be out now. Our children's book and this should have been out now. That was our plan. I actually had a plan for another book this year as well, but um, everything got pushed back, like I said, about two months. So otherwise this would be in your hand right now. And um, so that's just, that's what it is. So we did all of that in the first part of the year, really. Then anyway, we started, stayed with my folks and then we went down to check out the land and start working on it. And when we got down there, we realized that we had bought a jungle. So during the winter when we were there, as you can see, during the winter, everything was like, uh, wait, where is it? Sorry. Um, yeah, the winter, this is what it looked like. So I was like, oh, no problem. We can just look, it's pretty cleared and then we'll just cut some stuff down. Nope. 
nope. nope, that's what it was. It's, it almost looked like we were back in Hawaii when we got there. Yeah, it was, it was so overgrown, almost yeah. like a jungle. Yeah, nice. so we ended up getting a guy down right down the street, and he ended up brush hogging it and clearing it, and we ended up. And so that's how we started right there, and this is how we started the property. It was completely over. <laughs> Remember that? It's like I can't believe we even did that this year. And we got poison ivy and yeah, all sorts fun. of stuff. And so the first, we went down there, I think three, four different times and then camped and we had the land cleared and we put up fences and we cleaned out the shed. We did all these things. Yeah. Well, no, you did actually help. No, you know. And so um, this is, so we put up, yeah, we cleaned out that shed, put a little camping area there for, um, for us, for the, you know, camping down there, but for future, you know, gatherings and that sort of stuff. So there'd be an area there for people to hang out in. And um, there it is again. And it was one of the, oh my God, this is, oh yeah, there's just, sorry, there's some pictures there. And it was one of the most difficult times I'd ever had. <laughs> Remember that? Putting, yeah. I mean, I put up a lot of fences in my this day. Is, Not a lot, this, but enough, you know. This picture right here is when he had a little bit of a... Of a breakdown. Yeah, I remember there was several times where it broke down during this whole process because <laughs> it was very, very difficult. So anyway, um, put that fence in and yeah, basically just tore up my shoulders just doing it. It was going through like straight rock. And so, um, yeah, that was definitely that was definitely a thing. So then when we got down here, we met my Ralphs. That's Ravi, oh, the neighbor's dog. He's and, the best dog oh, in the he's whole world. Fucking, I mean, you this know, dog we love, is so we love great. Our Wills and we love Ging, but Ralphie. Yeah, well, oh well, yeah. Anyway, so that's, <laughs> so, and he's been hanging out. He came by last night, and he gets some good loving, and Jennifer gives him chicken jerky and things, and so. Yeah, because he doesn't get any good loving at home. Let me tell you that. Yeah. So he's after. Not the most loved dog. I'm sorry. No, he's not. They beat him I, and I'll shit. Shut up now. Yeah, it's. It's, it's a thing. But anyway, um, and then remember all the raking that we did and then the more raking and then the other raking that we did and then we no, raked I some don't. more and I then we raked. It was so traumatic. Blanked you blanked it memory. out. Yeah, so after we brush hogged this whole property, as you can see, it was essentially jungle. Then we had to landscape it like flat. And so it was like the earth, flat like the earth, exactly. And so we raked and raked and raked and shoveled and raked. And so then when we got it all flat, we also put, I don't think I have a picture there, but we ended up putting all gravel down, which means we had to rake all of that too. Um, and so it was, it was a hell of a job, it really was. And somehow we got it done. Um, and then, yeah, that was the dump. So we put, we filled a whole dumpster full full of shit that was in the shed. Oh my God, the shed. Yeah, the, the, shed. the shed. No, I, I no, did, but I, I can't find it. So oh. anyway, that's in our, uh, I couldn't find it yesterday. It's in a video called uh, Missouri, the Missouri Homestead and Church. And then while this happened, I cleaned out the shed and I got fiberglass in my face that had been there. So and I got attacked and I'm still dealing with it now. It's been six months later. So while we're doing all of this stuff, my face has been, look at me on the lower right there. I don't even look like me. I look like, like a George Lucas character on like LSD Star or something. Yeah. Like a Star Wars character. Like <laughs> it's a trap. It's a, it's a demiurge. It's a trap. Something like that. <laughs> anyway. So, and I'm and my face exploded again last night and yesterday. And it was, uh, I was. It's not as bad anymore, but it's been a thing. So we were doing all this stuff, and there would be uh, every once in a while, a week or two, where I would just you know, just have to go down because I couldn't do anything because I was just it was in a lot of sort of pain and that sort of thing. But anyway, when we first came down, before we actually started camping on our property, we just camped at the local camp 
grounds. And so it was what we did that like three, four different times. So drove down to Missouri, did a week's worth of work, came back up, you know, worked on the rest of the stuff, came down, you know. So just to get the property established so we could even camp there. So before that, we ended up going to the um, the campgrounds. And luckily, the winery saved us. So when we were down here, right down the road, there's a winery that if we do um, gatherings in the future, we'll probably hit this on some Sunday, and we'll talk about that. After, after a thorough detox. After we'll a thorough go, we'll detox, yes. Yes, we definitely need a <laughs> detox. But the, the summer menu of the pizzas is freaking fantastic. So anyway, uh, on our way down, uh, back and forth, we ended up um, going to St. Louis a few times and uh, for Jennifer's birthday and oh, we enjoyed right. yeah this I remember. Year too. yeah I had this, a year. Birthday this year yeah you did yeah and you had a nice dinner for your birthday. we oh she didn't get subway she didn't <laughs> no. get she didn't get there was no sandwich artist that was making her fucking delicatessen <laughs> thing whatever anyway um so there's there's uh Jennifer and I on her birthday and then we we found this place called the tavern in St. Louis and if you ever go to St. Louis and need a place to eat and you have a little bit of extra cash this is the place because it's it's fine dining, but Jesus, it's fucking good. It's so good. Um, and so that's, uh, yeah. While we were down in St. Louis, we went and visited the Cahokia Mounds, which is pretty cool. Wasn't uh, wasn't as cool as I was hoping it would be, but it was definitely worth the trip. You know, we were right there. So we went and checked out the mounds. And pretty much any time we travel, you know, um, we're, I mean, everything we do is for the church. That was kind of the thing that we sort of figured out this year, too, is that, like, there's literally nothing that we're not doing that isn't for, um, you know, some some future live stream or to investigate or research something. It's literally everything that we do, um, you know, especially me because I'm always on the hunt for things. So went to the Cahokia Mounds, which was cool. Very cool. Um, right outside of St. Louis, and we went to the St. Louis Basilica, which is something that I would highly recommend if you're in St. Louis to go to. It's it's absolutely fantastic. There's the love of my life in front of the triptych, Aww. and um, there it is. Looks like, is that 12 round one up there? I believe it is. And so this is inside the Basilica. Absolutely uh, just phenomenal building. And so when, wherever we go anymore, we, you know, pretty much visit churches so uh so look look at this like front mantelpiece it's just it's just fantastic and so there's that once again another triptych the center's always it's all higher mosaic in there. yeah it's all mosaic actually it's i was so just nice. about to show you this this is us entering um the the front door it's a big door it's a tiny it's a tiny door look at that monster door and so you open up and boom that's your front no no marty's not that small i'm pretty sure <laughs> and then there all of that all of that's mosaic tile every bit of it and then inside too and you can hear how, how much it echoes obviously built for sound you know unbelievable so that was one thing that we discovered. It's got the tetramorph up there. You can see the the kiro. Yeah, so super cool. And then one of the trips that we went to, we also visited St. Mary's Cathedral in Peoria, and we stopped in during a, a Sunday mass, and it was that was really beautiful. The Sunday mass we were not impressed with whatsoever, but yeah, that's uh, that's what it that's what it was. So. Um, so this is our property after we ended up clearing it. You can see I'm still raking. I'm still fucking raking. <laughs> and we ended up taking down more trees. I think that tree's down, right? We don't have that tree anymore there. So Which tree? That one right there. That's yeah, gone. No, that's there. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, and so, yeah, it went from jungle to that. 
and that's yeah and so then we um yeah we this is what it looks like there's the video of the property and this was after i don't know Ju basically july i think june july is when we got this far and we had to get so far because we had to come down here and camp full time because my parents, otherwise, they we stayed with my parents for a couple months, and otherwise they were going to kick us out. They really, it's just like everybody, they don't really like us. They really love Willie, though, you know? And <laughs> so they dad. just, they just, not my dad, but so they just put up with us <laughs> so they can hang out with my Wills. And so we got the whole area, Thumb included there, a place to, uh, for the yurt to, um, to go. We're just kidding, McNally's. Calm down. <laughs> and while we were down here, um, you know, we were talking, there's actually a place that it's called like, it's sort of like Baptist Point or something like that, but a place to do um, baptisms and things like that. So um, literally right there within oh, eight, ten minutes. Such a nice and spot. it's such oh, a man. nice spot. And we're going to talk about that um, at the end here about um, what we're going to actually do in the next three to four months as far as um, get a schedule going for that sort of thing so and what we want to do so I also got a chance to speak to Stefan Carpenter of the Deftones which was awesome a great connection to make um, and it was just really cool to you know he, he wanted to do my show because he, he really loved Flat Earth the Ultimate Litmus Test it was really the documentary that got him into Flat Earth and and he's been promoting that a lot so it was really cool to make that connection super freaking great guy man um, and so yeah it was just really cool um, I had no idea that I'd ever be speaking to a rock star in, in the role of a freaking Christian minister but that this is just what this is just the world you know um, and then oh that's in the wrong place sorry let's do this here and then like I said casual live stream today we did go to music and sky which was a phenomenal time it was absolutely without question the best um, you know, the best gathering or conference or whatever you want to say that we'd ever been to. It was amazing. It was amazing. And when we, uh, we were talking, I was talking to Amanda, she, Amanda Vollmer, and she was basically saying, or we were talking My to friend, her. Exactly. Dr. Amanda Vollmer. <laughs> Doctor. And she was basically saying like, you know, you go to these conferences and things like that and you end up almost needing a vacation after the conference because there's just so much energy and it's stressful and stuff like that. And Music and Sky wasn't like that at all. It was actually a recharge. Like you got there and you were more filled with more spirit and you were just recharged. It wasn't like, oh, I had to take this long trip and I was exhausted and... So uh, it was inspiring, and it was an amazing event because of all the things that happened. We had earthquakes, we had we had Fire, fires, and... we had rains, we had um, all sorts of stuff, and it was very alchemical. It was like the four elements working together, and it was a very special, very special time. And that's really what I, looking forward, I, that's what I want to achieve with um, any sort of small gatherings that we do here is that people feel charged and, you know, recharged by the end of it. Not like, oh, I just made some exhaustive thing and that sort of thing. So got to meet a bunch of really great people, uh, Don Lester there, and of course, uh, Paula Pratt and Head Flux. Head Flux, by the way, um, has just released an EP, five song EP called Nostalgia. Like, like Gnostic, you know, nostalgia is really cool. And got to hang out with Amanda and her husband and Mike Winter. And, you know, it was uh, it was great because we really saw that, you know, when you meet some of these people in person, it's just like it's, um, I don't know, what, what do I want to say here? It's just, um, 
refreshing. Yeah, it was very refreshing. Inspiring. Inspiring. Like, you know, Mike Winters is an absolute yeah. fucking gem of a human being. And Amanda is, is wonderful. And we got to, you know, and we, we hung out with Don't these. Don't forget about Brandon. <clears throat> and Brand, well, Brandon, he's all right. He's all right. <laughs> I'm a better guitar player than him. Not really. <laughs> Not really at all. But anyway, um, <laughs> we got to meet these queens, these gems. Um, Lee McCusick. And Amanda Volner, and it was just so fantastic. So, so um, anyway, then after we, yeah, basically cleared the property, I started building the outdoor pooper. So, um, which <laughs> From means from Amanda Volmer to outdoor pooper. Exactly. Quite the, quite the. Transition Sorry, Amanda. There. Well, I could here. Let's do this transition. <laughs> While we were camping down here, Chibi's stayed warm. Let's just say, and the, my my. This is how she sleeps. This is guys. how she sleeps. So right, right on top of me, right there, <laughs> and. Um, the, I, I said on Instagram, I would make a pussy joke here, but I just couldn't do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there's the transition from Amanda Vollmer into our shitter. Sorry, ADV, you deserve better than that. Anyway, so there's our pooper. And that's, um, so I did that all myself, um, top to bottom. Didn't really know what I was doing, just sort of threw it together and it ended up working out, which is great. And so... Um, yeah, laid all the rock there and all of this stuff had been, this property had been abandoned for like 20 years. So every square inch of what you were seeing right now, we had to clear, we had to clean, clear, rake out, take out all the roots. I mean, it was an enormous fucking job, an enormous job. Um, and I've done a lot of, you know, crazy stuff over the years and, you know, always had to work hard and things like that. But this was, this was definitely something else. So during, while we were down here, we definitely, um, you know, we got a, we got just a whole bunch done. You can see there's our tent, the first tent. We started camping down the there. Tent. The first tent. We've already been through two tents. We've already ruined our second tent. Swear to God. The zipper just broke, essentially. While, I don't think they're designed for you to live in. You go in and out like a million times a day. and Yeah, well, if Just the zipper didn't really agree with that. Yeah, so. Anyway. Anyway. So we ended up um, getting a bunch of other stuff done once again, like it finished the inside of the pooper. We put a, a hammock up, which I'm going to hopefully put um, a few different places for hammocks in case people do want to come and um, camp and that sort of thing. And then we met our neighbors and all this, our neighbors across the street, John and Lee, are just unbelievable people. We love them very much. Very great people. And all, all the rest of our neighbors, too, have just been really fantastic. Um, it's been it's been really wonderful coming down here and having that sort of uh, communal feel and, you know, people seeing what we're doing, living on, you know, next to next to nothing here and, and, and making it work. And so it's been really great. So there's and once again, they're, they the neighbors, they don't really like us. They really are just fans <laughs> of Blind Willie. You know, like if you ever if you ever want to be showered with people that love you, just take a Blind Willie and walk into a Walmart. Because everybody like, oh, look how cute they're doing. They don't say shit about us. They, nobody says, oh, man, your face is all fucked up, bro. Nope. They just look at Willie and it's like, oh, is he blind? And so that's our neighbor, John. It's and we, we love These John. This, that's not a joke. You, a lot of people think I exaggerate and make shit up. No, this is this, these are facts. <laughs> So, and that's our neighbor, John, and they have been unbelievably helpful. Right now, we're you still we're over there taking showers every day, you know, pretty much every day, and um, just been really helpful, and it's been wonderful. And John's really inspired us to, um, as far as, like, the, the church is, is concerned, really inspired us to, you know, keep going. So, anyway, when we moved down there, remember when we moved down? Oh, my God. I know, I totally <laughs> forgot about this shit, too. Like, our car was, like, it was, like, one of those clown car situations where you put, you know, or it's, like, 
you know, um, it's like a Mexican house, you know what I mean, where there's like 18 people living in there kind of thing. And if, if you're wondering <laughs> about those paper towels in the back there, they came in handy. Yeah, because she... There might have been some cat puke involved so, all over me. Yeah, so when we drove down here... <laughs> Cheebs, and we came down here, and we didn't have running water. We didn't have anything. And then so Cheebs puked all over my wife. Yep. And so we got here, and she's, like, taking a water bottle and cleaning herself off. <laughs> it's, it's fucking insane. It was absolutely insane. And that was just the beginning. This was just us going down there, and you can see how cramped it was. Jennifer literally had This was before Willie. I got puked on. I was still happy. Yeah, this, exactly. Another hour later. <laughs> You saw Jekyll and Hyde situation. And it so. was projectile vomit. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't just, just like, like a... a it was, it was like, like a... It was like something from Exorcist 2 <laughs> or something like that. You couldn't... Anyway. <laughs> so when we moved down, we moved down on August 30th. And that was to basically start camping full time so we could get the rest of the property done. And things went, you know, honestly, all the doors opened up for us coming down here. It was very smooth. Like everything just was like, oh, no, this is the property you're buying. This is the people you're meeting. This, you know, everything, like even clearing our land, we got down there. We're like, oh, shit, we're going to need somebody to get in here, clean, clear the land. Half hour later, our neighbor, um, our neighbor comes down here. He's like, Jim, he's like, I can do it for you. You know, and then charged us very, very little to do it. So all the things that in order to get us down here, sort of um, just all the doors opened in the right time and, and all of that sort of thing. Um, we left on and I posted this. We ended up driving down. So this is a picture of us. I think this is August 29th or 30th, one of the two. And um, I posted this on Instagram and it's and I've talked about this before, but it really is. It just kind of show you shows you that there's um, something more magical going on here. Jennifer and I signed the papers for our house in Hawaii when we bought our house in Hawaii the day that her dad died, which was on August 30th of 2018. When we left Hawaii, we ended up staying at my folks and bought a house up north, a homestead up north, and moved in officially on August 30th. And then we just sold our house the other week. This is about August 30th. Um, before that, and we left for Missouri on the day of a super blue moon. That was the, the super blue moon, which was on August 30th. And so all of these things, and none of that was planned. Like, we didn't even want to leave Hawaii, but, you know, we essentially had to, and we left when we had to. And then we were looking all over. Remember when we got here, we were looking for land, and, and that was during the time that um, the real estate market was just absolutely insane. And it was really difficult to find a piece of property, but we did. And then finally that just happened on August 30th. And then coming down here, once again, none of it was planned. It just was like how it happened, and it happened on August 30th. And so pretty pretty amazing. So um, anyway... Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to, let's, we're just going to st stop here and, um, let's, we're just going to pass the basket around in case this is a very casual live stream. We're not doing any star study today. We're not doing any of this sort of stuff, but we really want to show you what's, what we've undergone the last year in order to get this church up and running. And, um, like I said, what we're going to do moving forward and, um, we'll get to that at the end there. So, um, then we'll buy me a coffee, cash app, subscribe star, uh, you can, uh, PayPal and of course, if you would like to send any mail or anything like that, um, Gnostic Academy, 7781 County Road, 3440 Mountain View, Missouri, 
All right, thank you very much. A little given to fly, a little Pearl Jam given to fly. That's right. I hacked through that. So thank you all to the people that do support the fine work that we're doing here. Um, just to let everybody know, we're going to do a Christmas um, sermon next week. And I think we're going to do, I think I'm going to do the esotericism of Santa Claus and the North Pole and the reindeer and stuff like that. I think that's what we're going to do. If not, we'll just hold a regular sort of church service. And then after that, we're going to be right back into it. We're going to, I've got a whole bunch of stuff planned for next year as far as live streams already. Um, we're doing one like the sacredness of sex. We're going to do one. We're going to finish the book of Matthew. We're going to get to the book of John. That's the next book we're going to hit. Um, we're going to do the tarot deck. I want to talk about uh, the tarot decks and people have, um, message me about that. And that's, that's definitely one that we'll do. And um, look at all these sort of symbolic systems that help us understand, you know, who we are and things like that. And um, I hope to get into the Quran a little bit this next year as well and show some of the esoteric uh, stuff behind that. And there's you also... To, you have to do the never-ending story. Oh, the, yeah. Um, so There's another thing, too. I want to say this. A never-ending story. I hope to do another video or two on deconstructions of some movies because there's some things that are that are really great and, and the never-ending story would be awesome. So, But if there are anything that, any topic that you want to specifically hear about, let me know. Write me or whatever, and then we'll put it on the list and, and things that we can discuss. Because, um, like I said, we provide a very unique perspective. No, you know, once again, not patting ourselves on the back or anything like that. But we provide a very unique perspective here uh, um, at this church, and you're not going to get it anywhere. So, if there is something specific you would like to know about, let's, you know, let's uh, let's let's get at it. Let's let's do it. You know, I'm 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 game. So. Okay, so let's keep going here. So when we moved to full-time to camp, I don't know, Jennifer, if you remember this. I'm just going to put this on the screen, and then if you oh. want to, do you want to talk about that? You wanna, oh, my God. You want to mention that what was in our we tent? We got a jar full of ticks. <laughs> um, those are ticks. Yeah, those are ticks. And, that were, and that were in possibly our... some chiggers in there, too. I'm not sure. but yeah, We're not, we're not were, racist when it comes to chiggers and ticks. They were in our tent on... The animals and let's just leave it at that. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> let's just say ticks on my balls. I had ticks were... on my balls. <laughs> I had two ticks on my balls. Two ticks on my balls. And and those weren't all the ticks that we found. That was just like maybe a quarter of them. That was what was, was on Ginger's paws. Let's just say that no joke. Yeah. It was insane. So now we're not um, we're not scared of ticks at all. Like as far as like um. You know, in order to believe that Lyme's disease comes from uh, a tick, you have to believe in virology. And so this is one of the things that I found over the years um, that, like, when you educate yourself, the fear goes away. Do you know what I'm saying? When we moved up north um, to Wisconsin, we were in tick central. Like, it was sandy soil. I would say Wisconsin is still worse with ticks than here. Oh, I a mean, billion so, times. So yeah, yeah. Worse. Way worse, right? Yeah. And so when we moved up there, I, I sort of freaked out a little bit because I was like, Jesus, like, we're going to move into this place with tons of ticks. And then, you know, after I sat with it for, you know, a while and just realized it's all just sort of paranoia and fear. They don't, I, I, ticks don't even bother me anymore. I'm just like, ah, a little, they're I mean, gross. they're just gross, you know, they're sort of, um, and they, they do speak Hebrew. I know that. But beyond that, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so, yes, that was a tick situation. And I must give, um, Jennifer, I'm going to. I'm going to embarrass you a little bit right now, but I really have to give, um, what are you doing? just, you just let me go. Just let me fly, baby. Given to fly. Okay. <laughs> <Uh -oh. laughs> Jennifer has put up with a 
fuckload oh, doing this. Come on. No, no. Um, I, I'll say this, and I've got no reservations about saying this whatsoever. Most women could not deal with what she dealt with. Oh, come on. Just let me do my thing here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Quiet in the audience. <laughs> you just stay in the bleacher seats. And, um, you know, Jennifer has lived the last several years without. Uh, hot water, running water, washer and dryer. We constantly have to pour our water. And we're not crying and whining. That's not what we're saying. We don't we do not do that. But I know for a fact, and this is because people have just said this to me. It's like, you know, my wife could never do that. Like, you know, even just living in a tent, there's just like no way, that sort of thing. And so with everything that we've undergone and basically had to put our hands, you know, put our life in God's hands, that was, there was a lot of, with this whole year, it was faith. It really was. It was putting complete trust in God and being like, it's going to work out. And that's it. And it, honestly, on paper, it never should have. I'm here, I'm here to tell you, like, um, you know, just thinking about what we were going to try to do and what we were trying to accomplish and how much money we had. And none of this really should have worked. But it did. You know, and, um, you know, you have to in order if, in order to do something like this, you have to have a pretty strong partner. And, uh, you know, and well, it's true. And. I broke down several different times, you know, because of the stress of the situation of uh, all year of doing this sort of thing. And I suppose I should take the ticks off the screen, huh? Let's let's put let's put Ralphie back on the screen. That's much better. People are sitting at home, be like, "Gross! Would you just change the fucking frame?" My lord, dude. Anyway, um, and so she's been an an absolute gem and a rock. And um, I couldn't do this without her. There's no way this church would function right now without her. Um, I, like she does all of the other stuff, the back end stuff now that I used to have to do myself. And there's just no way I could do it all. You know, even just like filling orders and getting back to people and, and helping out with even the minor social media that we do. It's um, it's huge. So. So. Well, I love you. Yeah, I love you, too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a home. So anyway, while we were down here, we did lots of improvements within the last several months. And the last several months got actually was when it got really, really sort of hard because um, oh. it got colder and some things just, you know, once again, a lot of things fell through. But, you know, we're, we stayed the course. So um, all these little projects that, spent, you know, I did that you know, just to clean up. I did a bunch of masonry work. I'm a Freemason. There it is. And so we had to clean that whole, you know, that concrete pad and clear everything and roots and old grass and raking and putting rock in and just everything. Finished up the the shower. I've even enclosed it more, which you'll see at the end there. But finally got finally got our address up. That was another thing that was crazy. It took the it took the post office three fucking months, and it's still not done. By the way, Jennifer has a, the address approved, but I do not yet for our property. Three fucking months in order to get just what you see right there, a, a mailbox up so we could get mail. That's how bad the fucking government is. That's how. That's how awful the bureaucratic machine is that is the government it's just, just a damn joke and the and everybody we talk to and even the mail carriers just like just, just put a, just put the freaking mailbox up kind of thing so anyway um did the compost system built all of that had to clear all of that land by hand took out trees and all this other stuff so and then yes we did um <clears throat> the outdoor pooper um, we actually got electric in too. So when we first got down here, we were running a generator every single day to power a fridge and power essentially everything we had. And so we probably sucked in some fumes. I know Jennifer did <laughs> sucked in some fumes from the generator. 
and um, till we finally got electric in, and that that took them to like rip up the road, uh, the driveway next to us, and all that sort of stuff. But we did get it in, so that was a pretty a saving grace. So this property didn't even have electric anymore. So from day one getting here, it was it was literally a complete rebuild from from the ground floor. Save for the shed, we tore everything out, cleared everything, built everything, and um, yeah, all within all to, you know up to December now. So then um, there's a shot once again of our beautiful property. And once again, while I was doing this, this is what is was happening to my face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, it's, it's been really fucked up. So, um, and I'm kind of getting a little tired of it, to be honest. But it's it's fine. We're getting through it. So you can see that was, uh, all of that is like dirt that's within my skin that basically has to come out. And so the skin will actually uh, form over top of it. And then when the dirt wants to come out, it'll build fluid and then pop. And then all the skin around it goes dead. And then I have a big scar like I have in my face right now. And yesterday was very difficult. It was very difficult getting this together because I was in a lot of pain. So, um, so there's that, but yeah. And so we got, and there's the, you can see back there, we got more, um, more of a driveway in and things like that. And where that tarp is right there, that's all going to be gravel. So that's all going to be a place for parking, driveway, um, that sort of thing. I'm probably going to put in another fence or two for dogs that, and not only just our dogs, neighbor's dogs, that sort of thing. <laughs> neighbor's dogs. You mean Ralphie? <laughs> when we try to steal officially, when we officially try to steal Ralphie, we'll have a fence for him. <laughs> Anyway, but that if people do want to stop by or whatever, um, and they have a dog, whatever, there there would be a place to keep them in a pen and that sort of thing. So, and more fiberglass in my face. You can even see, just boom, just rips open, and it gets all red, and I get a headache, and it was pretty freaking nuts. So, so we're gonna watch a few videos right now of uh, building like the outdoor shower, and then we're gonna get into the yurt and things like that, and then I'll we'll show you a I've got a mini compilation video that we'll, 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 we'll talk over about the, the build of the yurt. And then um, when Permi Bear gets his footage done, I think we're going to put together a whole video on, you know, step-by-step, step, essentially, the, the yurt um, construction. So this was the outdoor show. Okay, okay, we're, we're back, back out, out on the on old the homestead, homestead here. here. And, and so, so this, this was, was my project, project yesterday. yesterday. I finished... I finished closing, closing off, off our, our outdoor, outdoor shower and, and bathroom. bathroom. And, and so, so I think what we're going to end up doing is making, is making here's I talked to the guys, guys from there, and those guys, and they were saying that for plumbing and everything like that, that we might just end up doing another, another one, one right, right here. here. And, and so what I would like to do is get another, essentially for, um, you know, if people come, another place for showers, another pooper, that sort of thing. So because we basically want to be accommodated. One thing that Jennifer and I, and we'll probably talk about this at the end, one thing that we're not going to do is, is basically... Um, um, project management or, or um, uh, event planning and stuff like that. We can't stand doing it. We don't want to do it. If things got, you know, if we ended up growing and getting a lot bigger and we did want to do a larger festival somewhere or something like that, I'm not planning that shit. Jennifer's not going to plan it either. That's not what we do, that sort of thing. So if we have to hire okay. that out, yeah. And it's just not fun. It's just not something we want to do. So what we want to do is get, you know, I, I, you know, I see the plans as this is getting our property set up so that we don't really have to do 
much at all. You know, every all basic accommodations will be there. We can only house so many people if when we do gatherings, and we'll talk about that. This is not going to be some free for all kind of thing. We're going to block off certain weekends. We want a schedule. We were like, hey, we want to do you know, if we're the, we'll do some star study, and we'll talk about that at the end. But essentially, we want to do another uh, shower situation there, bathroom slash shower. And if you come here, you're going to have to use a compost toilet. And if you don't like it, tough titties. That's how we run things at the Gnostic Church and Academy of Lord Jesus Christ. We were talking about getting a septic, but then we thought about it. It was like, no, if you want to come here, you're pooping in a bucket like we are. God bless it. Just, Just building, building up, up there, there and then starting, starting a garden, garden up there. there so. So, um, <clears> so we'd have so two, two outdoor showers, showers, two bathrooms. Two bathrooms. That's, That's the idea. idea. So, so I ended up closing all this off, off put some two by eights down, down there, there, and, you know, you finish, finish those, those roofing panels, put those on the side, which is pretty cool. Is Shannon listening? Yes, Shannon. Ticks. On my balls. Thing we're gonna do is end up putting a roof off this, like this, and then we're gonna close this as well. So this is my project yesterday, and then seal that off down there. Yeah, this is looking good. And then seal that front there. And so yeah, what we're thinking about doing is just putting a roof up here and up here, and then close that off, and then put the door right here. But, but I don't, I don't know. know. We'll, we'll see. see. I might end up just, just putting, putting a door, door right, right here for right, right now. now. We'll, we'll see. Because um, I don't want to spend a bunch of money. money but... Anywho, so, so there's the inside of the shower, shower which, is which is nice. I finally took a shower, and it's great. The water pressure isn't as much as I'd like, but we'll get that figured out when we actually get our well lit. So. So that's, we want to build another one of those essentially. And then, so this is a video of us. This is where we lived in the last, and I took your audio out. So we'll just, we'll just sort of narrate it as we go. But, um, this is where we've essentially been living the last couple months is in the shed, which is nice. We got our tent from outside and in the sheds, we had extra coverage, but there's our kitchen and there's, oh, there's little blind wells. Oh, <laughs> bird. Uh, that's keep, his, that's that's his, his favorite spot, yep. the heater. <laughs> to keep <laughs> warm. So we finally got the indoor. We, we couldn't get the heaters to work, too, because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> let's just call a spade a spade, baby. Let's just not, you know, let's not try to fool these people into thinking I'm some <laughs> smart guy. Anyway, um, we had our friend Chuck come down and help us build the rabbitry, which we were looking at right there. Going to be huge, and rabbit. so yeah, let me just let me back this up a lots little bit. Of, yeah, lots so of room for the buns to hop around. Yeah, so and that's the idea. We want to build a colony, we don't want cages and things like that. We want the rabbits to have a good life before we slaughter all of the Leah, rabbis. Leah is asking, Hey, are you going to address the time when Marty almost fell into the cistern? Oh. I completely forgot about that. Okay, let's talk about that a second. So this is where we've been living. There's the, the tent. The Coleman, that's $108 Coleman right there, okay? That's top-of-the-line yeah, shit. second tent. That's and, the second and that tent. And zipper is no good anymore. Yeah, that zipper's that's, done. Yeah, so. see, that's when it works. And so this that's, is where I've been those living. Those were the good old days. Yeah, that's where Chibi's has been hanging out. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's – so there's – there's, and it's been the, the hardest thing of doing this, I would say, has been besides my face constantly exploding and, and that being really taking me out. The hardest thing has been, has been living in chaos and trying to do this because every all of our stuff is everywhere and we don't have a central place. So it's like, it's like oh, where'd we set the books? Oh, fucking who knows, you know, or like, you know, it's that like sort of stuff. Just for the littlest thing, you have to move things to get to. Like, I just need a pair of scissors, and I have to move, like, five boxes and try to find the scissors. And uh, yeah. it's just, like, every little step you have to take, you got to 
do 10 other things before you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll, (laughs) within this next week, we'll get that all patched up. So, but yeah, so that's where we've been living. And then those guys, and we'll get into the yurt. So that's the yurt that's just almost patched up there. And so that was just the other day. Which is great. So yeah, well, let's talk about the liner because I completely forgot about that. So we we have the cistern and we and so we wanted to line the cistern so we could you know use it for you know potable water and all that sort of stuff, drinkable water. And so we spent I think it was like twenty eight hundred bucks on these two liners, really nice liners that we were going to put in the cistern. Well, we had the water guy come out and we've got the liners in and almost halfway in, and then the water was supposed to basically push the water down into the cistern, the 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 liner and then seal it and everything like that. Well, that never happened. The water just sat on the top and it was like 25, it was like two and a half tons or whatever, 2,500 pounds or something like that of water that was sitting on top of this this, um, tarp essentially. And so we started cutting away the, the, the liner and next thing you know, whoosh, the whole thing just fell in and we lost essentially 2500 bucks right there. <laughs> and so right now the one of the liners or the rest of the liners with Gardner cuz he can actually use it for some creating that he's going to do. And yeah, um, it went in like this. It went like boom, like 2500 pounds just boom crashed at the bottom. And if I would have been underneath that while I was feeding it in there, I would have been dead. The, it would have absolutely sucked me in and crushed me. And we didn't even think about that when we were doing that, and we'd never done anything like this so, before. So God was looking out for so us God once was like, again. Yeah. He was like, oh my God. The entire time, idiot. God was, yeah, God was just like, what are you doing? Just leave it. <laughs> fucking leave it. And God speaks to me like, I, God speaks to me like David Weiss speaks to me. Like, I don't know, most people, when God speaks to them, they're like, oh, child, come hither and come into the light and let my comforting arms warm you. <laughs> Not Marty Leeds. You know how God speaks to me? God speaks to me like David Weiss speaks to me. He's like, Marty, Marty, stop being a fucking idiot. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> That's how God speaks to me. Mar- Marty, there's more land. That's how God, so, you know, that's how it is. So, <laughs> anyway, um, so le- we, we got out of there with, with a good one. So, Bear Lando says, we just completed an independent bathhouse with vermiculture toilets, saunas, and indoor-outdoor showers for gatherings at the farm. Awesome. That's exactly what, yeah, we're, we're thinking toilets. of. I'll have to look into that. Well, he's, he's a wizard, so I, I don't know what I'm those things are. I'm going to put worms in our poop bucket. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to poop <laughs> on the worms. Anyway, um, that's absolutely what we want to do. Like even, and Jennifer and I are the same, I think we're pretty much on the same, uh, uh, on the same page. It's like, no matter how big this thing's get, this, this gets or whatever, it's like, I, we're just going to live in a yurt. Have the outdoor, sh- we like love the idea of like the outdoor shower bathhouse kind of thing, that sort of thing. And we're just, no matter how much money comes through here or little, big, whatever, that's, I think that's how we want to live and, and, and move forward. So um, that's, that's awesome. And good to see Mr. Lando in um, the chat. That's great. So let's just play this. This is a funny clip. And then let's get into the building of the yurt. All right. Good morning, everybody. Um, the face is looking a little rough. Looking a little rough. Good thing I'm not vain. But it is healing, so it's a good thing. So as you can see, it's starting to scab over, and it might do this a few more times to get some of that junk out, but it's happening. We're we're on that. You can even see where my face exploded. That's where you see that? Yeah. That right there, that brown on the what would be my left side of the face, is now a big scab. We're on the path to healing. So 
Um, and usually when people ask me, like, hey, man, what happened to your face? I just say, hey, I, you know, I, I burnt the six millionth loaf of bread and my wife is German. The third Reich just comes right right out in her. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what you're looking at right now. So and you, you're probably like, Marty, you don't have enough ovens to burn six million loaves of bread. It's true. Anyway, so today what we're doing is you're probably wondering as well, like, why do I have the mask? Have you been listening to Fauci again, double masking? And we are safe and effective here at the Gnostic Academy grounds. Everybody, everyone must uh, be boosted, of course. Uh, double boosted and six feet apart, of course. But no, we're going to be doing some sanding today. Enough of the terrible jokes, Marty. We're going to be doing some sanding today on the old Yurch. Ooh, I'm glad I'm not a weatherman. That <laughs> thing right there, that thing. So I'll come over here and actually I'll show you. It doesn't look like we got a lot done, but we actually did get a lot done. Um, and weather's been our biggest issue right now. We had, as you can see, there's a bunch of frost there. But so today we put the, or yesterday we put these baseboards on these two by sixes. And, and those are not two by sixes. Those are one by sixes. I'm not good with math. And so that's the perimeter of the whole thing. So what we're going to do, what I'm going to do today, hence the mask, the Fauci-esque mask, uh, I'm going to sand all this and then we're going to route all this down and then I'm going to sand this. And then we're going to get doors and windows up today and hopefully the lattice work as well. And the skirting around this as well. So, and then tomorrow will probably all goes well. This should be up by Friday, it looks like, hopefully. That didn't happen. Well. So, <laughs> that's what we're doing today. And I am the low man on the totem pole. As you guys know, I'm the bitch of this crew. Um, I'll be doing all the grunt works. So I'll be doing the sanding, hence the mask. I'll be, if they need me to crawl under the thing, I'll be doing that. If there's, sh you know, shit that needs to be shoveled, I'll be shoveling the shit. And um, that's just how it is when you're, you know, when you're kind of the bitch of the crew, when you're the grunt of the crew. And I'm sure there's going to be some guy in an orange vest around here somewhere that makes like three times the money that's just yelling at us and telling us what to do, even though he doesn't know what he's doing. I'm sure that's going to happen. We'll see. Usually I'm that guy, you know, usually I'm the alpha, the top dog that's telling everybody what to do that doesn't have a fucking clue. But not today. Not today. I'll be taking the direction. So anyway, it's been really great working with Permi and Jason, a couple fucking really great guys. Um, really sort of perfectionist too. They really take the time. And I even had to stop them at one point. I'm like, guys, that's good enough. <laughs> I was like, this, you know, look who you're making this for. This is a fucking Irishman, dude. You know, we, we, we're, we used to just being drunk and sleeping on a couch or something. Okay. So let's just calm down guys. Anyway, in all seriousness, really great crew to work with. Um, doing, doing a fantastic job and really like dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's. So it's, it's really fantastic. And we're, you know, we're, you know, talking all sorts of philosophy and stuff like that and then every half hour we crack a dick joke you know what i mean it's pretty cool pretty cool when you're working with a crew that actually is uh has a brain you know hasn't always happened in my time <laughs> i've worked with some crews that uh collectively they may have had a brain but anyway so um cool i hope you all have a wonderful day it is a beautiful day here in sunny missouri and so we're going to kill it. And it's supposed to be decent weather until Saturday. So hopefully this thing will be up That's by the happen. weekend. And I will be doing the sermon <laughs> in the yurt. So thanks for watching, everybody. We love you so much. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And uh, we'll see you soon. So another update. And there you have it. Yesterday, uh, Jason, Bear and I finished the platform for the yurt. And so we put the rest of these panels on this basically, it's basically a big puzzle. It's really cool how it works together. The, there's like two by sixes, I think, that go through the center of these things that act as essentially like the floor joists. And so it just fits together like a big puzzle. So this was actually, it's, you know, once you get it, it's pretty, you know, it's a pretty easy process. So... So I'm not going to show the rest of this, but I just wanted to point out too that, you know, we have the crew and I, 
they had never done anything like this before. You know, you're used to building with squares and we're doing a circle here. So as far as the, the, the foundation is concerned, that's essentially just a deck foundation. And, um, <laughs> building Donald Bear. Nice. Um, so it was, you know, we hired the crew um, and we didn't even get a bid or anything like that because it's like, how do you even bid on something you've never done before? And I, I, I just, I can't say enough good things about Permi Bear and the boys, the guys that worked with them. They were unbelievably professional. Permi put everything into this and um, was very patient. We had weather issues, and so we had to make some executive decisions of like put the build off because it's like, hey, we don't we don't want to mess with weather, and all of it was handled um, exquisitely. It really was, and I and I told Permi and I and I don't blow smoke up people's ass. I don't do that, as you guys know. And if I did, it would be Sativa, but I don't do that. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Um, and so I told him the other day, I was like, man, I've worked with a lot of crews and I don't, you know, doing interior decors of grocery stores and working on sign crews and stuff like that and working under different bosses. And this was one of the best crews that, um, I'd ever, I'd ever worked with. Um, Permi is 100% a professional guy and, um, knows what he's doing and you have to make difficult decisions when you're doing this sort of stuff, especially if you've never done it before. You have to just like, you know, okay, well, well let's just do this and blah, 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 blah. And everything was just handled with such professionalism. And um, I mean, I told him, I was like, I mean, we kind of planned this anyway, but I said, hey, from you know now on, anything that happens on this property, you guys are going to be the one to do it. You know what I mean? Just because not only do we want to work with people um, that you know, are great and things like that, but to also just support the community because it's, it's, uh, it's good stuff. So, and here's another update. And there it is. We finally got the yurt up. It looks pretty dang good. <laughs> you know, it's not the pitch that we wanted. We wanted to go up a little bit higher and then we were going to do a dome in there and some windows, but we decided not to. So we just figured, let's just throw the canvas on there. And then at night, we just, what we do is we just go down there and we crawl in. We're like little and moles. we just crawl up underneath <laughs> there. So, so no, obviously, more bad jokes from Brother Marty Leeds. So anyway, this is uh, update number uh, 3.1415926 uh, of the build of the Yurch. And this is what you're looking at, ladies and germs. Um, uh, viruses don't exist. This is what you're looking at, ladies and germs. This is, um, we had to tarp this. We had to pause on our build because we have rains coming um, today, this this afternoon, actually. And so we were, we didn't want to get in the middle of the project and basically put up a bunch of windows and doors and the lattice work and then not get it covered when the, when the rains come because this is basically a big pool now. So we had to uh, press pause. And so I spent the day covering this and then recovering uh, the shipping containers and stuff like that. It only took about an hour with my wife, and you know, I, I made her come out here and drug her freeze ass out the, the balls off that she does not have. Yeah, no, and <laughs> freeze the balls off. I think I said freeze the balls off that you do not have. I think that was the line I used. So, but you did anyway. Classy. <laughs> yeah, a very classy. That's what you're dealing with. <laughs> and yeah, she did bitch the whole time. That's true. We had to get all this covered in case there is some, you know, pretty heavy rains. So, and I ended up ruining this tarp. That's a brand new tarp. <laughs> This happens. It's just the shit that happens in a build. There's nothing you can do about it. But um, in order to get this um, covered, I basically had to screw into the tarp, which is which is okay. We'll end up we'll end up using it for something. So anyway, so that's where we're at. So Monday, 
uh, first thing we're going to get at, at get at this, and then basically we're going to have to cut out these this bending board that's on the side here. Put some windows in, the doors in, the lattice work, and then yeah, we'll get moving. So there's the update for today. So yeah, we ended up. Uh, I spent like two hundred bucks on a tarp that I used for that kept off probably like you know a point zero two percent rain, but it, it was kind of necessary, and that's just what you have to do. So so that was just the other week. We had to hold off several, actually several times because of weather, and then we got going. So this is a this is a short video that I put together. Oh, before we get into that, I also want to say that yeah, we were going to do a pole barn, and um, because we did not get. Uh, the loan that we wanted, which that's a whole story in and of itself. There's really no reason we should have not got a loan, um, but we'll get, we'll get. I'll talk about that later. But it ended up being a total blessing because we are so we've wanted Jennifer and I basically since we first met have talked about wanting a yurt, and that was like eight years ago. And we were going to do that in Hawaii. Then when we were going to move to a new property in Hawaii, we were going to get a yurt. And then when we were talking about um, you know going up north, we were talking about hey maybe putting a yurt on that land or whatever. But then that ended up not working out. And then so. <clears throat> We definitely, I think the secret was involved, right? We just, the secret, yeah, the secret. Sure. we absolutely used the secret. So we opened up our book, The Secret, blew off the dust on the cover, and then, right, yeah. we manifested our reality. And there, once again, um, law of attraction kind of shit, there's, there's absolutely something to it. You know, I don't think, I, don't, I think, um, you know, I mean, the secret's bullshit, don't get me wrong. But the, the, the fundamental idea of putting it out into the universe and, um, you know, to God and then, and him responding, you know, that sort of thing is very true. So we never really wanted the pole barn. Um, we were always like wanting the yurt, and then it, is, it happened. Which is why we are going to have an Australian Shepherd pretty soon as our dog. <laughs> Put that out into the world. So, but we got the yurt, which is cool. So this is um, this is just a montage. It's a motherfucking montage. Um, this is a montage of basically uh, the yurt building. So the boys came in, Permi Bear and the boys, and they came. Let me go back here. Uh, Permi Bear and the boys, they came in and they dug the excavator. They excavated the whole property. I didn't even ask them to do that, by the way. And they just did it because they knew it was the right thing to do. So they got the concrete pillars poured in. They, they excavated that hole back to keep water out. They basically thought of a bunch of stuff that I did not, which is once, you know, why you hire a crew in the first place. But there's a lot of people out there that just don't give a shit. They're just there to collect the paycheck. And that's not what Permian Bear and the boys are about. So, so that is the, um, the octagon that, um, those guys put together and I was going to do that. And I'm extremely glad I ended up hiring somebody out to do that because yes, I could have done this, but yes, it would have been an absolute pain in the ass to try to do this sort of stuff myself without having certain tools and things like that. So with your wife <clears throat> bitching the whole time and me bitching the whole time. Yeah. Can, can you hold this two by six? Actually, both of the two by eights and, and no, you know, it would have been an absolute nightmare. Um, you know, they say that yurts are easy to go up, and they really are, um, you know, especially once we got it. But it's not just a, oh, you just throw it together kind of thing. It's definitely, you definitely have to take your time and do it right. It is a lot easier than building pole barn sheds and concrete floors and stuff like that, I would say, at the end of the day. But um, it definitely, you know, you, you don't just think, oh, I can just throw this thing together. You definitely have to have some skills, and you definitely need a few guys um, to do it. So that's um, that was the platform. That was just a one month and a half ago or something like that. And so we got our year from Shelter Designs, and this is them loading it in Montana, and they were fantastic to work with. I think we're going to do a video discussing specifically the Shelter Designs yurts and um, all the great stuff with it, and some of the a few flaws that we saw that they could probably improve on from our perspective. Anyway, I think we might do that in the future. But this company was fantastic to work with. 
They really were. They they were on the phone. You could talk to the man. You could talk to the owner of the thing. Anytime we had a question, they got right on it. They sent everything that they sent was packaged fantastic. Everything they they sent laminated plans, laminated plans and a USB drive full of videos um, that you could watch. So they didn't. It's you know this company was like we're not going to leave you just hanging. We're going to make sure that you got everything that you need in order to get this uh, uh, this thing accomplished. And it was fantastic. I mean, when the guys got here and they lo- rolled out the plans and they were laminated, they're like, what, what? Like nobody does that shit. Shelter Designs does. So I can't say enough good things about Shelter Designs. We would like another yurt or two or you know whatever. And um, we don't really know how we're going to afford that or anything like that. But we got to put it out there. And we will definitely buy from this company again. Um, and we will absolutely buy from this company again. So they were fantastic. And the yurt looks great. It's it's a it's a great build. Um, they they thought of everything when they put this yurt together. They really did. Um, and so it was cool. So yeah, Shelter Designs in uh, Missoula, Montana, which is a beautiful area, by the way. And so this is our neighbor, Dave. Uh, Dave and Tammy, Dave, he brought over the skid steer and unloaded the trailer for us. And Dave is a real man. All you guys out there, you think you're men? You're not. You're not. If you meet Dave, you'll have to check your balls after you meet him because you'll be like, do I still have them? Because this is how much of a man this fucking guy is. Total badass. Anyway, came over, helped us out. He's like, nope, don't rent this gear. I got it for you. So on a Sunday when he should be resting, he came over and dropped off all of it. So that's that's what you're looking at right there. That's all the packages that it took to, you know, to build this yurt. So there's the, and there is the, and that is me just walking that fast. I didn't, fa- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, so that's what it looks like, right? And there's my Ralphs. Hi, Ralphs. And so <laughs> this is me and Premi Bear um, putting, um, getting ready to paint the panels. And that's the floor. So six inches of flooring there, and you can see. And um, that's our floor. So there's a, um, a treated, uh, I don't know if that's treated or not, but uh, plywood top and bottom. And we paint that, fit it all together like a big puzzle piece. And so I helped out as much as I could on the build. I had other things going, but anytime I, I got a chance, you know, we were there helping. And so it was really cool. And then this is the guy, that's Jason on the left there in Permi Bear. And this is me not doing work and just filming them. And uh, so there's that, us putting together the whole thing. Right there's Permi Bear giving the thumbs up, being like, hey, it's not all fucked. We're, we're, this is happening. And so you can see it's just like a big puzzle that you put together there. And once, once, it, once you got it, it was pretty easy. You know, when we do the next one, it's going to be a lot smoother for sure. Um, and so there's the, this is something these guys had never done before, bending wood like that. So basically you take this plywood and you bend it all around. There's two layers of that. You caulk that whole thing. And then you put on the bending boards. And that's, that actually, um, that's actually for the lattice work and things like that that goes around. And so you can see that's those guys working. It's cold. It was a few cold days, but they, they did it, and so it was really cool to see. And yeah, this thing went up. I mean, honestly, if we would have had good weather, we would have probably got it, the whole thing up in about five days, and that was with a crew of two to four guys, five guys. So, and Mr. Gardner stopped over and helped us as well. Which see that in just a second. There's there's Permi, and once again, can't say enough great things about uh, Permi Bear. Just a really great dude. Just a really fucking great dude. Great sense of humor. Stays calm, which is exactly what you need for this crazy Irishman. And um, it was it was great. Loved working with them. Can't can't wait to work with them again. So, and there's a shot of with the lattice and the doors up. And um, yeah, this is you know they're they're putting the cable in that that's where all the rafters sit on and they're they're you know leveling the wall as they go. 
There it is. So all of that went up, the doors, the windows, the lattice work, all of that stuff in essentially a day, you know. Um, so it was pretty quick. The, and then the rafters, we put, I think, four rafters up the first day or something like that, and then the rest of them the next day. There's Boomer Tech Bear. Boomer Tech Bear, I got to meet him. Kyle, really great dude. We talked about a lot of, a lot of stuff. All these guys are um, they're very, um, we'll just say spiritually inclined, spiritually based. Jason was Boomer Tech Bear, Permi Bear. We talked theology. We talked philosophy on the job. You know, we you know cracked dick jokes, made fun of the Jews a little bit. You know, we did all that sort of stuff, and it was it was great. These guys worked hard. And we're just really dedicated to the project, which is really nice. And there is Mr. Gardner. There, there's me hopping down and Mr. Gardner um, getting his OSHA certification right there. That's uh, OSHA approved. Hopefully my brother doesn't watch this because he's a chief of state in Wisconsin. He's going to be like, well, you can't really do that. That's not. And so we made fun of Permi Bear because he sat at the top and fed all of the canvas down. And we called him Yurt Nipple Bear. <laughs> he's no longer Permi Bear. He's Yurt Nipple Bear. And um, he's probably going to punch me for saying that shit. So, no, he's pretty bare. But anyway, there was a point where when we were putting the lattice work up, we were on this scaffolding. And he and I were like, we're about to drop this. It got really hairy for about a few seconds. Jason saved the day. And then when we put the, the canvas on, it's super, super heavy. So we rolled the canvas out, put it on the top, and then we couldn't figure out where it needed to go and what and how to unroll it and stuff like that. And so Permi Bear, for like probably a solid 10 minutes, was up there holding this heavy-ass canvas burning his freaking forearms and he didn't drop it and he really should have in fact i almost told him to drop it because it's like you know but he just kept at it and 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 did it so so bio charisma there stopped over really great um and gardner was just a great dude man just helped out was just there for us and um we're, you know we're really looking forward to next year where we can sort of reciprocate that when get our get ourselves in a yurt and gets you know settled a little bit and you know help out with the community as well so and that's what the grounds are for as well, to eventually do that. So, so BioCharisma, bio Christopher Gardner, is OSHA approved. That's, that's right. And, um, and so, yeah. And then there's us stapling, putting that, that first canvas layer on there. So I actually did a, a little work. There's, there's proof of it. There's, there's me moving a ladder, acting like I'm doing shit. And so there's, and I still have the same sweatshirt on I've had for, since Music and Sky. Yes. <laughs> so all my clothes are basically hand-me-downs or... My dad essentially gave me some warm clothes this year, so, and that's getting it. Uh, so that was a that was a great moment. And this is, uh, and this is my wife yelling random German shit at the guys. Just like, <laughs> so it's it's crazy because you can see right there. In order to tie put that roof together, you literally just tie it with uh, this rope, and then it like goes over top of it. So it's not like, you know, and it's crazy sturdy. We were we were all really shocked. It's like this is real. Whoever designed this and engineered it did a fantastic job. So the guys over at Shelter Designs engineering this stuff, they did a really really good job. And let's see a good Missouri cow milker knot. Yeah, and there's Gardner just yelling random shit at us. Dairy farmer knot. Come on. So and so luckily we had a few good days to get that exterior up because if we wouldn't have, then yeah, we would be kind of up shit's creek until we got good days. So. Um, so there you have it. There's the backside of that yurt. And uh, I'll talk about that. There's actually supposed to be a big screen there, but we're not going to use that screen. And I'll talk about that in a future video. And then there's Ralph's. Hey, it's my Ralphie burger. Look, look, see, just hanging out. He's the, he's the construction foreman. He's just like, why don't you just rub my belly? 
How about you give me some chicken jerky? Uh, there's our Australian Shepherd. And then there's the rest of the crew. And so, and then this is the insulation that goes on the side. This is, I kind of got this in the wrong order, but it doesn't matter. So there's the insulation that, and it's, it's warm. It stays warm in here. We only have a little like a propane heater and a electric heater, and it stays warm. So. What did the yard and, the, and its construction cost? Let's uh, hear it, guys. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. My <laughs> wife just... Precisely. <laughs> Everybody's fuck you. All right, shut up. <laughs> shut up. So um, cost analysis. We spent, what, $17,000 on the on the piece of property that we're still paying off. So we sold our first house in Hawaii that, we're, that we get payments from, the, pe the person that owns it. So that is the, all those payments essentially go to pay for the land. Uh, the monthly price on the land or the cost of land. And so, and the other thing is, is we didn't have to go through a bank to get the land. We actually went through a, um, well, he's a bear now. I don't know if he was a bear then, but Duncan Bear, and uh, he was our real estate agent. So, and if you ever want to buy a piece of property around here, we got the real estate agent for you because this guy's fucking awesome. Duncan was great. No bullshit. Zero bullshit with this guy. You know, it was like, yeah, why don't you go check this out? That's how Duncan talks. If you ever talk to Duncan, he's like, yeah, why don't you go check this out at 7781 over there? That's the thing, right? Great freaking dude. And um, so he's our, he's our landowner or he's our landlord, if you will. So, and then um, the bottom, the yurt platform, it's a 24-foot yurt. I think we spend about $8,000 to have the guys come in, create all that, you know, level it, put the whole thing, you know, landscape the land and things like that. It's a little bit cheaper here in Missouri. And uh, Permi, uh, Permi, I think, gave me a good price. But if you were going to do this again, you would definitely want to budget 8 to 10 for that for that bottom. Um, I've seen another person online that basically said that they did it for about 8 uh, for a 24-foot year, same sort of thing. The yurt itself with shipping was like 42, essentially 42, I want to say. Um, and we got a few upgrades. We could have went for a few more upgrades, but it, it ended up working out. And so, um, yeah, and we we sold our house for what, like 55 or something? 55, what is this? What does this say? <laughs> Heroic dose of what? Mushroom. Broke dose of mushrooms last night. I missed church. Oh, <laughs> a church member would like to tell us that she had a heroic dose of mushrooms last night, and I missed church. My bad. Here's a 20. Thanks for an awesome year, guys. Sending love. Thank you, Anna. Thank you so much. Um, back to the pricing. So we, we sold our house. What did we sell our house? 55, 50? Something like that, 54. Yeah, and so we were hoping to basically get more like 70. Even When the market was good, we probably could have got about 100 grand for our, pra our place. But because we sold and we essentially had to when the market wasn't good, we got essentially just enough to pay for the yurt, the platform, and then everything else had to essentially come out of our pocket and then any money that we had earned along the way. Um, so we threw everything at this, every bit of every time, energy, every bit of money we had, even money that's coming in, we had to throw it at this just to make it make it happen. And so we really got down. We're, I mean, we're down to the wire right now. But the good thing is, is it, it's all paid for. I mean, as, as, except for the land, um, it's all paid for. And so that's a that's a really great thing. So let's let's keep playing this. So. And it's really cute now. I mean, the properties are already looking. You can tell, oh, there's my Ralphs again. You can um, already tell the property just went from a jungle to now this really, it's beautiful. It really is. And um, inside your tour. And here's my wifey. There's Sweet Mama Chibis. Chibs. Chibs. Hi, Chibis. Getting used to her new palace. And that's the only demon that we will allow on the property. And this is what it looks like right now. We sleep here. 
obviously we still have to put in the flooring and we have to all of our stuff <laughs> and we have to build a wall we are also going to put in one wall that's just gonna divide the bedroom from the kitchen really which is gonna go right here um but more to that later and yeah this is what it looks like really like beautiful right inside now. it's it's a beautiful space to be in our skylight we can see the stars at night and look it's a pie it's amazing totally magical and so we're elevated up so you can kind of see across the property and it's it's really nice and here's the entrance so the other thing that needs to happen is we need stairs because right now this is the drop-off. Yeah, so that's a <laughs> very uh, dangerous right yeah, now, honestly. You have to just climb up and down this ladder here, which is really not that bad, but when you have animals, um, and two of them are, well, almost blind, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a little sketchy because when you open the door and they want to just run outside, <laughs> that could be a disaster. And then you have a whole like, Looney Tunes scenario with, like, you know, <laughs> wily e. Coyote falling yeah. off the cliff. Oh, 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 and there was chibis. <laughs> oh, and that's okay. Just let her go. And here shed and so you can see all of this in front of you was all over completely overgrown nothing you know was there so the shed is completely clean now the, on the right there like i said we're going to have um that's going to all be gravel and parking i'm going to set up a few places for uh hammocks there's already one that's set up but a place for hammocks um, a place in the back for camping and um that sort of stuff so there there it is all right stay tuned for the next update get out Oh. <laughs> she snuck out. And there she goes. No, there she goes. Come here. No, that, <laughs> that demon. That freaking demon. So there it is. And then this is uh, when we finally got the yurt up. Um, I'm going to play this video. Uh, we finally got the yurt up. Um, this, the next morning, this is the video that I took after we slept in it. And there you have it. We have ourselves a yurt. We finished up the yurt. Yesterday, so Boomer Tech Bear and Mr. Pervy Bear came over and just dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's and stuff like that. So I had to finish up some trim and we just had to do, you know, things here and there, patch up some things inside. And there you have it. And it's looking great. Slept in it last night and it's fantastic. And so there you have it. The yurt. And so basically what you're looking at here. So this is, <clears throat> I'll explain this here. So this here. That's your flat earth, right? So this would be like, if this was like a metaphor for the, our cosmology. So this would be the earth and that's flat, right? And then so this blue, that actually represents that ice wall that surrounds your flat uh, stationary, as you can see, um, uh, plane, plane of existence there. So then you have your flat, th flat earth, your, 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 um, your ice wall. And then of course, this would be your firmament, okay? So that's the covering of our flat stationary plane and then that up there is the gateway to god and so that represents polaris so there there you have it so it's a kind of as above so below microcosm macrocosm situation that we're dealing with here and because we know that the you know everything works in a circle and all things try to be round as black elk the lakota said and so there you have it and i had a crazy crazy dream last night where I was flying all over our property. I was like, I just went up and, and we could totally see the stars last night. You gotta, 
Conspiracy music guru, you got to moderate. You got to moderate him. Like I, give, I can't. You have you the power. Give that guy a fucking wrench just I, for that statement right the there. Power. Make two and call them Yurt and Ernie. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it was absolutely insane. We saw Cepheus or Cepheus and Cassiopeia and Orion and the Pleiades and Taurus and all of these things. So I had a dream where I was literally flying all over our property just like this and i was like going way up there and i flew way over there and then and then i flew i flew basically back towards sort of the center and then i was lifted straight up and freaking out and then i could see the earth as it was like floating as i was floating up straight away and then it got blacker and blacker and blacker and blacker and then boom i woke up crazy it was a really crazy moment because there was been so much pressure and stress and like it all co sort of came to a confluence on the, the uh, on getting the yurt up and actually getting us uh, finally a, a place that we can call home after a year. And so it was really sort of intense the last, especially the last week of, you know, we got we, we just got pushed back and pushed back and, and that sort of thing. And it was getting colder and colder. And so it was a lot of stress that was sort of... Um, was taken off my shoulders in that last sort of few days or whatever of getting this thing up. And then, yeah, I, the, the night that we got in here that, that night, I had this crazy flying dream, which I hadn't had in a flying dream in a while. And it was very real, you know, and as like, I was swooping down super, super fast and I was overlooking our property and I was a good bard. It was a pretty good bard. And then, yeah, lifted straight up. Um, my body, like my body lifted straight up, like north if you will and just watch the earth get smaller and smaller and then it goes into black and black and black and and it was it was an amazing thing it was just um it was insane it was a beautiful 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 thing to happen after all of this um you know it's really intensity intense cities when you do something like this and it, we we've all we've like i said we've dealt with this sort of thing before but we always had sort of a central home that we could go to and we didn't have that this time so it was just it, it was literally 10 times harder than than normal but we made it and um it was a really good sign to have that dream was just a really um uh, it was just an amazing thing. That's all. It was just, it was like confirmation, you know, um, metaphysical confirmation. Like you're, you're doing, you're doing the right thing, kid. Keep a, and that was God once again talking to me like, Marty, Marty, you're doing the right thing. All right, just, just quit being a fucking retard. So that's right. God, God sounds like David Weiss. It says. So anyway, so we're in. So we got in the yurt. And so now this next week we're going to put in floor. We're going to get um, the wood stove put in and uh, get our stuff finally out of storage. So, and then we'll be in the yurt by Christmas. And so this next week, we're going to do a Christmas special. And I, like I said, I think I'm going to do the esotericism of Santa Claus. I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, and if not, we'll just have a regular church service. And then I think the next week we are going to take off and we might take a week or two off in January just because we are behind on a few of the projects and we really need time to button those up of uh, the documentary and the tenets of the order and that sort of stuff. But we will let you know. I don't I really don't want to even miss church services, but because of everything that's happened and it's been chaos and we, we just we honestly need a break. We, we do. We've we've oh, I will say this. I put too much on my plate this year and I tend to do that anyway. But this was this was something else. So in the beginning of this year, I want to show you guys this because this is once again the secret in action. Um, at the beginning of this year, I put, I, I made this graphic, um, and this was when we were, you know, talking about 
possibly doing a yurt, or we didn't really know what we were going to do that sort of thing, and basically talking about, hey, let's you know establish some sort of church grounds here that we can eventually do a, you know some gatherings and and that sort of thing, and and um, so this was the image that I put up, and then and you know this is this is where we are today, you know, and so it's pretty crazy, you know, and and and. In a very real sense, we put out our intentions to the universe, had no fucking clue how it was going to transpire, and it transpired. There's no reason it should have, and I'm here to say that, and I've lived it. There's no reason it should have. We didn't have the money. We didn't, you know, we were exhausted. We had a million other projects going on. I took on more projects that I that I shouldn't have, and we're still getting those done, which is absolutely insane. And just in general, none of this really should have worked out, and it did. You know, and we didn't ask for, I, I mean, um, what we were asking for was um, reasonable. It's not like it was like, oh, God, bring us $40 million. Bring us some of that Kanye West money. That, that's our that's our, that's our our hope next year. That's where, that's where our prayers are going to be next year. So we can just make a fat fucking place. But um, they were all reasonable and logical. And we didn't ask for more than, uh, you know, than we needed. In that sort of sense, and everything was provided for us along the way. When we needed a meal, our neighbors, you know, came over. We needed a hot shower; they came over. We needed somebody to clear the land; it happened. You know, we needed an extra hand; gardener came over. You know, Permi Bear and the boys. We didn't know what their schedule was for construction, and they got us on the schedule. We didn't know if we were when we ordered the year. We didn't even know if we were going to have it this year or not. It ended up working out. Everything. And so it was, it was very much putting our hands in, in God's hands and just being like, this is what we'd like to do, God, if it's cool with you. <laughs> and some of it wasn't. Some of it was like, Marty, Marty, you fucking retard. But um, so it happened. And it's, uh, it was pretty, pretty, I'm getting kind of emotional just thinking about it. So here's um, some of the future plans that, that I think that um, we're going to push forward on. And the next three months and things like that, Jennifer and I are going to take a lot of time and actually figure out what, you know, as far as like gatherings and retreats and stuff like that, exactly what we want to do. But, um, and so we'll figure all of that sort of stuff out. But, um, to, to I think Willie farted. Willie, just to put the, the cherry Ooh. on top of everything, Willie just was, just let the, a monster toot out. It's very gassy right now. We're very classy here at the Gnostic Church and Academy of Lord Jesus Christ. Stop feeding these dogs raw meat. God bless it. Put them back on that damn kibble. I'm kidding. So anyway, the future plans. And this would be next year. Um, yeah, it is stinky. God bless it. Kick his ass out. My Lord. There's a church service. You're not supposed to fart in church. Don't you know? That's that's a. You're opening the gateway straight to hell, dog. Anyway, at least it's warm in hell. You know, he's been cold the last few months. So, uh, number one, landscape and prepare the rest of the grounds. Like, we're, uh, we're going to do more parking. I'm going to do parking in front of the shed and out back. And so I want to get all that landscape, the rock laid, um, a lot of that stuff we already have tarping for and things like that. Um, uh, do some more fencing. We might do a Hugel culture, which is a really cool thing. I don't want to get into that right now, but we are talking about doing that, which is basically just mounting some dirt and, and taking care of that. Um, garden, fruit trees, secure the shed. There's some, there's just some basic things like that. And then we are going to work on our rabbitry, the rabbitry, rabbitry, and the Auschwitz concentration camp. Uh, we're going to be working on that. So hopefully we'll get our rabbit, uh, rabbitry going by, um, by this next year. And so we're looking forward to that. And then uh, the next big thing on our list is we, and we don't know how to afford this at all, but once again, we're just going to put the intention out there um, as a well and hot water heater because we can't really even function here without a well um, as far as like putting a, um, 
you know, garden up and things like that. But as well as if we want to do, you know, these, uh, you know, and we're really looking at like intimate small gatherings kind of thing. We want to have accommodations and say we're going to need a well. There's just no, there's no question about that. So before we can do any of that sort of stuff, we have to get that stuff established. So that's, you know, we're, you know, once again, to do all this stuff is, you, you, it's a long haul thing. I mean, even setting up the church has taken just to get to where we are right now. Forget about all the work that we did this year on the grounds. It took two years to get the, to um, get, you know, paperwork, get the the written material out there, getting all of our ducks in a row as far as the website is concerned, that sort of stuff. So, um, and so this next year, we're going to be trying to um, get it ready for, once again, um, you know, not only just ourselves, but, you know, the people to stop by and things like that. And so that would be the second, uh, do a second bathhouse, washer and dryer, um, and that sort of thing. So if, you know, people do come out, it's like, hey, showers, all of that stuff will be there. Um, for you to use. And yes, you have to use a compost toilet. Tough titties if you don't like it. So the other thing we're going to do in the next three months is establish the PMA, which we've established, but then basically put that on the website. So the only people that will be that we will allow on the grounds will be uh, people that are part of the PMA. I mean, and locals or whatever that we know, whatever. But if you're going to come to this church and you're going to come to this grounds and you're going to be part of a gathering here, you're going to be a part of the church. That's what you're going to do. And we're not, you know, nobody else in this sort of sense, um, as, as well as moving forward as far as like writing uh, written like exemptions for people as far as vaccines and all of that sort of stuff. You're going to have to be part of the PMA. Otherwise, it's like that's, you know, what we're focused on. So um, and as far as like gatherings, I think it would be more I mean, we're going to figure all this out in the next three, three months, something like that. But, you know, we talked about like actually setting, um, you know, being like, OK, Maybe Jennifer do a class on emotional intelligence. I do a class on, you know, whatever, a couple different classes. We do some star study. We open it up for baptisms. Um, and when the baptism, this is something we were very serious about. There's a place to do it. We're going to go down. It's not going to be like, oh, we're going to take pictures and post it on Instagram. Nope. Nope. There's, there, there's going to be no pictures. There's going to be nothing. It's going to be specific. And we're going to be very hard nosed about that specifically for a, um, to have that religious experience. And this is not for you to post on fucking Instagram or anything like that. So those are all the things that we're going to, um, you know, hopefully flesh out in the next, like I said, three to four months. And it's really going to take that, that time to do that. Right. Uh, we're doing this on our own. And so there's only so much time that we have. I would love at some point to like get Amanda Volmer down here for a weekend and, <clears throat> have a gathering where she does a few presentations and we all get a chance to actually relax and actually share space with um, people that we really respect and that we love and and that sort of stuff. And, you know, other people as well get chance through the pious, chase through the pious over Interforce podcast over there, get him to do some, um, you know, sound work, sound healing, that sort of thing. So those are all things that we're looking forward to in the future, but we have to do it. You know, it's as God allows, as God allows, it's got to be step by step. It's got to be, you know, I'm not, we're not going to sink ourselves into some crazy amount of debt to make this happen. We're going to pay for it as we go. And it's, it's on, on his time frame, not ours. So we're going to put it out in the intentions out there. And if it happens, if it happens, and if it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, that's uh, God wills it, Deus volt kind of shit, you know. So that's um, what we're going to be discussing in the next few um, few months, as well as we're going to put um, a pamphlet together of our beliefs and things like that. So people like, you know, you don't have to read a whole book, like the tenets of the order to get the basics of like what, what it is we teach and preach and, you know, that sort of stuff. So, so it reads very beautifully. 
Yes, yes, it does read very beautifully. Um, then, and I was open to start this book this year, but it's not happening. Uh, Twelve Disciples of the Zodiac. That um, you know, we'd like to focus on at least two books a year. That's kind of what we'd like to produce. And we already have an idea for a new children's book as well. So beyond the children's book that's already written, and I actually just got art back the other day after. Um, after having to change a lot of it, but we actually got art back the other day that we're going to be able to use. So the children's book absolutely is happening. Like I said, we wanted that out this year, but it just, it didn't, it didn't happen, but it is happening. And I think we're going to be pretty, pretty satisfied with what we come up with. So we do have another idea, a whole nother story for a children's book. And we think it's fucking hilarious, by the way, it's freaking great. I think so anyway, but I'm biased. So um, that's all happening. That's what our plans are for this next year. New children's book, another book, 12 Disciples of the Zodiac, and hopefully another one because I want to start writing um, more books that are like around 100, 120 pages so that they're not so overwhelming. When you get Lord Jesus Christ, it's 550 pages, and a lot of people are like, oh, how am I going to freaking tackle that behemoth, you know? So that's kind of um, what we're talking about. And then put together a schedule of uh, weekend retreats. So once again, we can't do anything until our grounds are established. We just it's, it's just a bad idea to have people here and walking on uneven ground and no place to park and we don't have showers, all that sort of shit. That we're just we're not going to do that, you know. Um, we're going to make it so essentially we don't have to do event planning. And so that's probably a five, six month endeavor. And that's fine. That's just is what it is. So um, that's what we're looking for in the future. And um, we're going to do it on our time. We're going to do it how we want to do it. We're going to be hard-nosed about how we want to do these things. And if there are people that don't like it, they can just not like it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, We want to put together the best church that we can, the best church services that we can, the best books that we can. And you know, once again, without tooting my own horn, but toot toot, I think we're doing it. I think we're doing a good. I think we're doing a good job of um, really giving people educational material and just being consistent and everything. You know, we're um, th thus far we're very happy with um, how everything's going. So, and we'll see. We'll see what happens with the economy and everything like that. We'll see. What, everything might just crash, and then we'll. I don't know. And we'll just. Um, there it is. So there it is, guys. Lady, uh, thank you all for being such good birds. Um, goodbyes, you guys are. Thank you for being here every Sunday and supporting this church and supporting what we do and seeing the value in what we do and recognizing that this is this is something um, very special that we have going on here. It's a special group of people. Um, in fact, I just talked with um, two people that I, I communicate with fairly regularly, and they were both saying about this is the best community on the interweb and the interwebs. It is. It's the. It's it's. Um, it's oh, okay. It's it is it's by far um, just the candor of the people in the chat, how how supportive they are with everybody, and um, you know all of that sort of stuff. It's been um, and that's exactly what we wanted. We and I said I was like I want to raise the bar. I'm I don't want to surround myself with random people that just show up on YouTube and douchebags. And we're not doing that. We want to find people that are have love in their heart that have that that, that want to learn. That know that at this point they're like oh well, you know what, what's going on over at this church is 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 important. It's important for your children. And um, to recognize that, see that, and support it, and say this, we want this around for you know, you know, long after Jennifer and I are gone. Let's just say that because that's what we want to build. You have to build this world for the future generations, um, and that's what we're doing. And that's what we're doing. Hence why the children's books. That's why all the educational material. That's why we're everything, um, so that we can so we can educate you guys, and you can educate your children. That sort of stuff. So. 
Um, this is, we just want to say thank you, do uh, just some thank yous here. Martin Weir, greetings from Germany. This was last week. Teague Mackin, thank you so much. Jeff Nelson, loving the sermons. Thank you. William Christie, thanks again for all your work. Ray Brackman, first, for the first time ever absent from the church. That's okay. Uh, $6.66, Virginia Dare sent. Thanks for everything. Listening to Replay. Um, AJK Pools. For great insights, thank you. Andrew Sutherland, thank you. Good to see you, Andrew. Mystery of Nature, thank you so much, Mystery of Nature. We received um, some some letters from some people, and it was really great. Hi, Marty, love your work. Thank you for sharing. Would really like to see your analysis of John 2. We'll do it at some point. I don't know when we'll get to that, but yes. Uh, Michael Shucknick, once again, support supporting every month, and we really appreciate that. Michael, uh, thank you so much. Brother Marty, sounds like things are moving along well. The services have been great. You have opened my eyes to the truth about the Hebrews, he says. Thank you. That's what we're here for. I hope PayPal sent you my last three donations to you. Thank you once more. They did. It did. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your great work and keep going. Um, and so, yeah, Bruce Hutton sends a card like once every two weeks or something like that. Thank you so much. Daniel Hager every week. Uh, Derek Holloway. Once again, Andrew Masonette for the Godbides. Good to see you. John Vina for many more accomplishments. Thank you, John Vina. Jeremy Hines, thank you once again so much for your gener generosity. Alicia Crawford, Eugene Jacques, Robert Questenberry, every single week you guys are coming in and supporting. And that's that means the world to us. Everything, you know, we're the conduit for this stuff um, to put it to good use. And we have. And we're showing that. And that's what we're going to do because that's that's the kind of people that we are. That's the kind of life that we want to live. That's the integrity and dignity in which we're going to operate in this world. Uh, Javier Mujaka, curtains for yurt, yurtins. <laughs> You're going to design them, dude. You're going to 3D print that shit. Eric Colsell, 3333 McNally's and Tireless Divine Work. Thank you so much. Don Shelters for Blind Willie. Many blessings. It doesn't matter how much money you give. He's not going to get his eyesight back. So uh, thank well, you maybe. so much. Maybe, right? With my friend, Dr. Amanda's help. Maybe. Yes, maybe, right? Alex Meter, keep on keeping on, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, Jared Poole, every week. Thank you so much. Um, really appreciate it. Uh, just And, and the, the interactions with some of these people as far as like the just conversations I've had and stuff like that is invaluable to us. You know, um, we're, uh, uh, you know, I'm Marty Leeds, and so I'm kind of a leader in some of the stuff, but even your greatest leader needs a shoulder to cry on or somebody to talk to or a perspective that I might not have. And I'll say this, um, Mr. Jared has been fantastic with that. Amanda Volner the other weekend was, uh, the other week was really fantastic with that. She left me a 15 minute message that was like, and she's the kind of person that's just going to speak directly to me. She's not going to dance around shit. And I fucking appreciate that so much. You have no idea. So it's a unique thing that we do here. And um, sometimes the pressures and things like that, they're, they're just unique to your situation. And I'm not crying, but I really appreciate when, um, you know, I can reach out to people. So thank you so much. Jeffrey Gothier, uh, Brian Rose, Leah Steele, love ya. Small Axe, hope you guys make it to Montana this coming year. That would be amazing. I would love to get to Glacier. Uh, J.M. Grassi, 3145. And if we do, we're, we're camping out of your place, Mr. Axe. Um, Shannon Seal. No more camping. No more camping. Jennifer was bitching for years. Like, I want to go camping. I want to go camping. You got your wish. Make sure you know what you're asking of God. <laughs> no more because camping. Because God's ever. like, you want to camp, bitch? Here you go. <laughs> there you go. And it's, and it's, what well, this is how it sounds to her. It's like, Jennifer, Jennifer, <laughs> fucking go camping. It's, it's something. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> one of these days I'm going to do um, rock stars of the truther movement. I'm going to do a, a, a live stream like that. And David Weiss is absolutely one of them. Amanda Vollmer is another one of them. Uh, Big Sib is another one of these guys. I, I, I tend to I tend to talk shit about some of these uh, some of the other people in the truther movement. But I, I should also highlight the people that have been just absolutely fucking crushing it over the years. So anyway, so uh, much love to Dave. Um, Shannon Seal, thanks for surviving ticks on the balls. Jen is 100% a rock star. Yes, she is, Shannon. Yes. I'm serious. There's not many women that could deal with what she dealt with. So love seeing your year in review. Thank you so much. Uh, Anna Medina, heroic doses of mushrooms last night. Okay, that's good. <laughs> and then blessings to you and all of your endeavors, Virginia Murray says. Okay, thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate it. Um, I know this was kind of a, um, a casual live stream, but... We really kind of needed it, and um, it's it's a good thing to do a year in review. I think we'll do this once a year. I know we did it the first year, and so it's just a good thing to show what we've done, what we what we said we were going to do, what we've accomplished, as well as to put it in your ear what we want to do in the future. And um, and so and yeah, so anyway, that's a good thing to do. So if you'd like to become a good bird, you can become a good bird at subscribe star. You can become a phoenix bird, an Achilles bird, a cygnus bird, or you can become Tom of the Pete. <laughs> The saint of all birds, Mr. Tommy. We're gonna Mr. have to Tommy. do a live stream about Tommy. At some yeah, yeah, exactly. For so, all the newbies, yes, but yes, the greatest <laughs> bird you can be is Tommy the Beat. Um, Nasik Academy, seven seven eight one County Road, thirty four forty Mountain View, Missouri six five five four eight. If you'd like to send any donations or a letter or just want to tell me, Marty, you're an idiot. And you, I'll I'll read it. Uh, Venmo, buy me a coffee, Cash App, Subscribe, Star, PayPal. Thank you so much. Just so you guys know, oh yeah, we're streaming to YouTube, Rockfin, and Rumble. I'm hoping we're yes. streaming to all those. We've been uh, consistent at that. We would like to keep that. We'd actually like to draw people over to Rumble or Rockfin more than YouTube. Um, but as of right now, it looks like um, we've sort of figured out a way to get around YouTube's um, censoring and things like that. Um, and I've, I've, I've maintained on YouTube this entire time where most have, have gone out because I've figured out how to, you know, this is what you have to do when you do this shit. You have to navigate the censorship and you have to figure out how to do it. And we've done it. And so we're going to just continue on. But there could be a time where YouTube just tells me to F off. And then we would love to bring the people over to Rumble and get that established. So, um, uh, you know, I highly encourage you to go there. Uh, thank you to Content Safe for getting us on BitChute. Really appreciate that. Content Safe podcast, uh, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, all of the places. And then we just got a message that we can start screaming to uh, start screaming, start streaming <laughs> to Instagram. I'm speaking too fast. And um, so next week, I think for the Christmas special, we are going to start doing these sermons live on Instagram as well, um, if that works. So I think that's what we're going to do. So, And speaking of Dave Weiss, you can get us at the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac app. Yes, the Sunday sermons are there. And this is, once again, a great app because uh, there's this, this topic is crazy censored. And there's great videos on there. And if you try to search Marty Lee's Flat Earth Ultimate Litmus Test, it's chance it doesn't come up, you can get it right on the app. And so he's Dave is doing a really fantastic job of getting this information out and doing everything in his power to um, get it in the hands of people. So, And don't forget the church store, um, books, music, uh, all sorts of stuff, rosary packages and things like that. So if you'd like to support, that's the best way to do it. And like I said, we got the Tenants of the Order coming out, and the children's book is on its way. It is happening. We've got the art back. She's finishing the first sketches right now. we got to color it and everything like that, but that should be happening within the next month, and we're pretty excited about it. It didn't turn out exactly how we wanted, but it's going to work. So, okay, that's going to do it for us, guys. Um, may you always keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ onto eternal life. May his grace be with you all. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. We, we love um, you all. And, and Willie farted again. <laughs> <laughs>
I did? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's just end this thing with just 100% pure class, baby. Let's just... <laughs> Okay, we're going to listen to a song called Church by Lyle Lovett, and this song freaking jams. You guys know Lyle Lovett? He used to be, he used to be married to, um, what's her name, Julia Roberts way back in the day, but a uh, Texas singer-songwriter, great songwriter, great songwriter, and this song jams. So next week, I'm going to play some Christmas songs. We're going to listen to uh, my favorite Christmas song, one of my favorite Christmas songs, Foundering. You guys know Foundering? Foundering, fucking awesome. Love Foundering. We're going to play his Christmas song, and I'm going to play a song or two. Uh, one from my dad, actually. So Thunder Chicken just sent Thunder 11, Chicken. 11. Oh, thank you so much, thank Thunder Chicken. So much. We're so sorry to hear about your horse, man. I know that was probably a week or two ago now, but um, yeah, very sorry to hear about that, brother. We love you very much. So okay, that's gonna do it, guys. I will. We'll see you on the flip side um, next week. We're gonna celebrate Christmas, okay? And we'll definitely do a Sunday sermon. Might do a Monday just gathering as well. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how much we get done this week. So all right, guys, that's gonna do it. Let's jam out. We love you so much. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful Sunday. Relax. Enjoy yourself. And um, this week, coming to Christmas, enjoy your family and everything like that. Okay, that's going to do it. As always, many blessings and much love to all. Aloha. I went to church last Sunday so I could sing and pray. But something quite unusual happened on that day. My church, it started right on time, just like it does without a doubt. And everything was all just fine, except when it came time to let us out. You know, the preacher, he kept preaching. He told us, I have one more thing to say, children, before you think of leaving. You better think about the judgment day yeah. Everyone got nervous Because everyone was hungry too Everyone was wondering What was the next thing he would do And the preacher he kept preaching He said now I'll remind you If I may you all better pay attention Or I might decide to preach Oh no Everyone was getting so hungry Oh, one started feeling ill And the weak one started passing out and the young ones, they could not sit still And the, the preacher's voice rose so I, I snuck up to the balcony And I crept into the choir And I begged them, brothers, sisters, help me please I said, when I give you a signal I said when I raise up my hands Won't you please join with me together and Praise the Lord, I have a plan And the preacher, he kept preaching Long is the struggle, hard to find I pray, Father, please forgive me And then I stood up and with all my might I sang to the Lord, let praises be It's time for dinner now, let's go I raised up my hands and then joined with me the choir. Every woman, a child, and man sang to the Lord. Let praises be. It's time. For